Welcome in, everyone, to episode 100 of the Bowcast Podcast. I'm your host, Caleb Payne, joined by my co-host, Speedish Chief 2. And if you are tuning in to the YouTube edition, you'll know our very special guest for episode 100 is none other than Zionic, the, the previous host of the Bowcast Podcast. How are you doing, Zionic? And how are you doing, I'm, Speedy, too? <laughs> I'm doing good. Thanks for having me back. Um, and Speedy, thanks for uh, picking up my slot and uh, carrying on the Battle Cats. You guys have been doing awesome, but... Oh, man. It's yeah. so- somebody's got to handle this guy, right? <laughs> you He's can't let Bastion run free, man. Like, lock it, him down. Exactly. exactly. It's, it's only gotten more degenerate since you left. So, like, <laughs> it's true. You know, he's... You know, Speedy's uh, easy to go like goad into a a bet, you know, with me, and um, he's 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 lost quite a few things besides just the bet too, you know, some facial hair and some some other things too. So yeah, it's it's been a voyage. I will say that Zionic, but dude, the, <laughs> yeah. the the work you did to found the uh, Battle Cats and all the other work you've done to found PVP has just been really, really, uh, just you're a Goliath among among uh, Titans here. So. Caleb loves my analogy, so we're gonna keep it going with that. Yeah, if, if you don't get any of his analogies, I like that's fine. That's that's my dude. My he, he's he's gonna make a great dad one day with all his jokes. Oh, that's true. That. I, I, I actually was. I can that. I was see. Like, I can see might, it. Like I called I King. I'm here. like King's gonna make a great dad, and all of a sudden, boom, <laughs> girlfriend, boom, married. I'm like, oh. Speedy, Speedy. Oh. Yeah. He's already got the the lingo. He's already got the jokes and the analogies yep. of a dad. So it's true. Not far behind. <laughs> not, not far behind. <laughs> All right. So this this seems kind of wild, but on the wildest off chance that people do not know who you are, Zion, which I would find shocking if they know us, but they don't know you. But if for some reason they don't know you, give us a brief intro of who you are, you know, and everything. Um, I am a Pokemon Go PvP content creator. I would generally say Pokemon Go because I'll cover, you know, Pokemon stuff. Um, I do battle videos every single day. Love it. Do shoutcasts for, um, for play tournaments along with you guys. EUIC back to back and uh, more EU coming next season, hopefully. Um, and I, uh, I boom people. So if you face me off in battle, I'm likely going to hit you with the harder hitting moves. So watch out. <laughs> That's true. Well, not only that, when when you shoutcast, I I didn't realize this until recently. You, you have a you have a boom criteria now too. You can't just <laughs> oh. you're not just giving it away anymore. You need a yeah. You would need to hit a certain threshold for you to actually say the boom during shoutcasting, right? Yep. Yeah. For tournaments, for uh, for shoutcasts on YouTube, like if it lands, it's it's gone. But you know, if you if you see the expected move, maybe not. But yeah, I also throw in the little booms, right? Mm-hmm. So if uh. You know, Shadow Dragonite, forty percent health, gets hit with the foul play from a Sableye. It's just a and Dragonite goes down to the foul play. Boom. Just a little, <laughs> you just you have a little like hand motion. You're a little, like, oh, just right. a little. Boom. Yeah. Like it. It's like great. It mixes it up. It's fun. Where Where did the boom come from? Actually, I don't know if I know this. Story. Yeah. Uh, I think it originally started all the way back in 2020 when I ran a um azumarill alolan marowak and sableye team mm-hmm. uh, i think tho originally made it but it, yep. he didn't use alolan marowak i think he used something else i can't okay. remember what ghost he used but i believe it was something else um and 
I tried it with Fire Blast instead. Maybe he made it with Alolan Marowak, but I tried yeah. it with Fire Blast instead. Yeah, he definitely more... had Bone Club in like Shadow Ball or Shadow Bone. I, went I don't know with, if Shadow um... Bone was even out at the time. He might have been running Shadow Ball. Yeah, I went with Shadow Ball and uh, Fire Blast because no one expected the Fire Blast. So stuff like, oh gee, whatever, t- you know, neutral damage, super effective damage back yeah. then. Along like with, it was about the same time Victini came out uh... um, and V-Create ran that as well oh so much fun so i think that's when the booms first started was when i was landing fire blast and v creates man i can't imagine a world where you weren't even saying booms before but i guess I uh, <laughs> yeah i guess i came from somewhere um so you are one of the first pokemon go pvp content creators to my knowledge right it was like i feel like you king um, and purple kyogre i think were the original three Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, you king and purple Kyogre. Yeah, because I remember yeah. I, the update for PvP came out in December of 2018, and mm-hmm. I watched the live stream with Trainer Tips and yep. Mystic Seven who did that fun tournament, and I spent yeah one of them was Tropius too. I remember dude. That. We before wanted to talk. We, even we wanted to talk about this. <laughs> Wait, did we get to at EUIC? Yeah, I think we did get to talk about it. Remember back when how we started PvP. Yeah. Well, I don't know if you mentioned all the way. Oh, we might have mentioned this. I know. I know when me, me, and you were talking, we we definitely. I don't know if we got back this far. I don't. But, I don't remember if we got yeah. back to it because it was such yeah. a long day. But anyways, that's how it started. Was watching that live stream and then investing, you know, over a million dust into random Pokemon. And I mm-hmm. went. This was before Go Battle League, right? Like mm-hmm. years before Go Battle League. So, I invested heavy in Ultra League because I thought that was going to be the convergence of yep. all the best Pokemon because Master League is too expensive. Same. Great League has all these random low-level Pokemon, but Ultra League has the legendaries and the other Pokemon. So I was like, mm-hmm. yes, I'm going to invest here. So I did like Golem, Aggron. Um, what else did I do? Like Gyarados. Metagross? Met- no, I didn't do a Metagross. Mm. Um, but I did just a bunch of stuff. And then ultimately... <laughs> Great League became the uh the 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 meta for both Sylph and right. uh and Go Battle League. But yeah. yeah, that's how it all started. Battled then and then um I was watching King actually, King and Purple Kyogre um mm. create content and I thought, you know what, I want to give it a try. So I dragged my wife to my very first Boulder Cup tournament down in London. We did it <laughs> in a Starbucks. Shout uh-huh. out to MJ Shafiq, I believe he won that tournament. Um, oh, and that's an old school name too. Yeah, 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 he's still around. I, I saw him MJ. at UAC. He came to the event to watch and cheer everyone on. Oh, he didn't compete? Nice. Uh uh, he might have. I don't know I, if he I... did. Cause I think he said he um he was in line. He was like one of the first people in line to get the uh the Poke Center into the oh. shop. He loves he loves getting that exclusive stuff. Yeah, um, I remember but... he um I think I was, I was looking at his Twitter and he like he went to the LCQ last year, the last chance qualifier worlds. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I'm like dusting everything off, I'm going there, right? Yeah. Um I know he's from the UK too, so that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So it was um I think he won that first tournament. And I remember the Boulder Cup. I brought a, a fun team, but I wasn't aware you could bring doubles. Oh mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> so I lost to like double Skarmory and double Metacham and I was just like, oh, but I brought like fun stuff. I brought Scar. I had Skarmory and Metacham on my team. I had a Marsh Stomp. I had a Hitmonchan. So, I had a, a um, Magneton. I was, yep. I was scrolling. I actually found your video here. You had a, uh, a Metacham. A Metacham was your sixth Pokemon. Yeah. And you had a, you had a Torterra. Torterra. Well. Yeah. I thought I needed, yeah. um, 
I thought Marshdomp looked pretty good, and I needed a really hard answer. It was very good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Brave was, was hard first... to use, too, because you you're double weak to flying, but, I mean, it's not yeah. Joe Terra beats Skarmory by any means. Yeah, I think I did 3-2 in that tournament. I was, unfortunately, unable to record my first battle, mm-hmm. but I remember showing up there and asking everyone if it's okay if I record, because I'm going to make a YouTube video, and they all looked at me weird. And I'm like, oh, it's okay. I'm just sitting there tapping. This was back in the day, right? Where we yeah. get carpal tunnel from tapping our screens. And yeah, yeah. I, you know, if you watch back and watch my battles, it's like there's so many obvious mistakes and like swap outs mm. and all that. It's it's crazy. But it was fun. It was like literally the first time I got to PvP against anyone other than myself or my wife. Mm-hmm. So um, it was it was really fun. And it all it all started from there. And then I got hooked. I'm like, all right, I'm going to local tournaments. I'm driving around. I visited yeah. so many different cities here in the UK to do all my tournaments because mm-hmm. um, I could never get a, a group to do local one. So I had to yeah, venture yeah. out. But yeah, it was fun. Yeah, dude, in the old days where um, you had to be at least ultra friends or higher friendship to even battle someone remotely. Yeah. Dude, I remember that was uh, – those were the days. I, I When I first started, too, it was myself – uh, my friend Palmer's up, who was our guest two episodes ago, if you don't remember, uh, for anyone watching. And then uh, our other local, Bissell Solace. It would be the three of us. We just, like, worked on the same uh, university campus. Mm. And, we, we, you know, it was before so – I don't – it was before Boulder Cup even. It was, like, right when PvP dropped, like you said. And we also did Ultra stuff. And I kind of blame trainerships for this one because I remember specifically in a YouTube video. You must have saw – maybe you saw, even saw the same ones, Ionic. He said, like, I feel like Ultra League is going to be the competitive – league because it falls in that in between where you use legendaries yep. and all that stuff right so that's i think a lot pro- of people watching i was thinking like that's oh, that probably right? influenced why i thought the same thing i won't yeah. even take the original thought on it i probably saw him saying, like, <laughs> yeah, that'll be it. no it's all good i mean no hate on traders but i think that's why a lot of us started with ultra league mm-hmm. and we played like a king of the hill format so it's like mm-hmm. me palmer's up and abyssal solace and what we would do is uh Oh, like we each only really had like four or five like Ultra League Pokemon, so we could only spice up so much. And we all already knew each other's Pokemon. Um, and what we'll do is we just create blind blind teams of three, and let's say if like it's a, the three of us playing, I'll play like Zion first, and if I win, I have to run the same exact three t- Pokemon with the same lead for the next oh, battle, right? Okay. And it's like King of the Hill, I stay on the hill, right? And first yeah. to five points wins, and then I battle Speedy, right? If I beat him, I come back to you. But then this time around, you know I'm running the same team as before, so you can hold yeah. counter if you want. Or if I lose, then you face Speedy now, and mm-hmm. he has used, I guess, whatever team he beat me with and stuff like that. So yeah, it was yeah. um, it, but it, but we were just like literally in a Discord chat, like typing each other, like oh, like what's going on now, right? Like we didn't remember <laughs> screen sharing. Like I don't even think Discord had screen share back then. Actually, it, yeah, it, it really didn't. Actually, you had to use some Premiere software that we didn't have. So I'd be like, if I'm not like fighting, I'm like like. Like, yo, yo, how's it going? Like, how close is stuff like that? I'm like, oh man, like, like he's up, he's up four points now. You need to stop him, right? And stuff like that. And it was um it was just a ton of fun because not none of us knew what the heck we we're doing. Yeah. Um, but uh yeah, this was just how we started. And like there's no one else we could really battle with because I wasn't really ultra friends or best friends with anyone that was at PvP, right? Because not everyone got into it, right? Yeah. Um yeah, yeah was, that was uh, the tough thing was getting people into it because you're like, was. dude, if you come to this tournament, like there's so many cool people and everyone's hanging out, having a good time. Usually these tournaments had food as well. And it's just oh, it's oh. a great atmosphere. But then they're like, there's no connection like mm-hmm. for the people yeah. who are like, why would I why would I PVP? Why do I spend? Why would I invest 
you know, 150,000, 200,000 on a Metacham. Like, what's the point? Mm -hmm. You know? Exactly. Which was tough, but yeah. No, I'm just like watching back your your video here and the other other side of the screen, and uh, you're running PsychoCut Metacham, which I think does make a lot of sense in this meta, especially with all the other Metachams okay. you're facing against. Yeah. Uh, but no, it's so cool to see like how retro this looks and like tapping the charge moves and like the bubbles getting bigger. Everyone's running a single move Skarmory. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, Air slash Sky Attack. You didn't yeah. need didn't no, need anything else. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and then when you go to switch, you actually have to push that button at the bottom right corner oh, to pull up the dude. switch menu. Oh, and then dude. push it back down, right? How so did people almost... sack swap back then? It's just wild dude, to me. So hard. Yeah. You, you could only do fast moves in between your sack swaps, right? Because you had mm-hmm. to tap the basic move while you had your switch tray open and yeah. then try to catch. Right? Yeah. It was absolutely insane. No, I remember I didn't have the guts to go to my first tournament until Kingdom Cup, but Boulder Cup came mm-hmm. out. Um, uh, the second one, I believe, was. Um, twilight uh, twilight thank you yeah twilight yeah. came out and i was like you know what i theory crafted i made some teams then i got out to my first one and, and i agree with you psionic like it's it's really you're really fortunate to have a good local scene that's what i had in tampa like as soon as i went in there were a lot of people playing that's where i met linden and wine about law and we just made a bunch of friends there almost immediately and that was mm-hmm. actually really that's not the 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 common occurrence right mm-hmm. for a lot of people they have to venture out they have to go and do things and that's part of the reason why i feel like our championship series is so good because it actually brings people together from yeah. different parts of the of the world and of their country so and they're broadcasted too or a lot of them are not all of them right so yeah. you get to it's not like that blind king of the hill format where me and my friends are just like <laughs> trying to figure out what's going on like you can actually see it right yeah and i think uh, that just builds more like lore and like history for the game because of that Mm-hmm. Sonic, I wanted to ask you. So uh, obviously, you were one of the original three PvP content creators. Uh, King has a really famous story, right? He's like, "Yeah, I was doing a tournament, and people gathered around me while I battled Brandon Tan, and oh, yeah. uh, there was so much hype and energy. I felt like this could be something. Was there like a moment or an inflection point when you saw that Pokemon Go could be something, or did you just make content because you thought it was cool?" Um, I made content because I thought it was cool and it was fun, and I enjoyed showing especially because how the soph tournaments went was you try to get your tournament in early like that first week when you got something hot you got a hot team Mm -hmm. you got because the second the second information gets out about a pokemon in a tournament it's everywhere and then you have to fight so you got to get that team out early so i'd always like super hard prep build my team and try to get to a local tournament that first Mm -hmm. week or that first weekend and then showcase that tournament video so that everyone else can see, oh, this is the team that I use. This is what worked well. This is a strategy that worked and help other people mm-hmm. win. That's what I enjoyed about it was like engaging with the comments of the like, oh my gosh, the triple water strategy in the rainbow <laughs> cup was so good. Thank you for that. Cause I had, I had a plan and I, and I went with it and it worked and helping other people do it was great. But on the flip side of that, I'm like, I'm looking at play Pokemon I'm looking at these VG tournaments and I'm like, how easy would it be to just connect phones to an HDMI cable and display <laughs> it and have tournaments? Like, it, I could see it happening. Yeah. Um, and then, this is a funny story. This is when I knew, this was the moment that I knew it could actually be something was I was messaging King and Trainer Tips posted a video and he said something to the extent of he wants to go to Southern America at some point. He's never been there, but he's always wanted to visit. And King had just finished the Kingdom Cup 
um, and was talking to Trainer Tips because I think Trainer Tips he was, was there. there. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I messaged him. He didn't do King. as well. He had like a Napoleon and like a Sunny Castle <laughs> on his team. I remember. Yeah. Yeah. So I messaged King. I said, if you're still with Trainer Tips, tell him, let's go to South America and do the and shoutcast the biggest tournament in Argentina because yeah. they got a big one coming up. And let's just let's just fly down there and figure it out and broadcast it on Twitch. It was a regional and, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And King was like, okay, and he DMs him and then all of a sudden the plans and go. Like we reach out to <laughs> to we reach out to Argentina, we we get everything set up, we get flights, we go down there, we share an Airbnb. And it was so surreal because it was like, I just had this idea. I'm like, trainer tip said he wants to go to South America. The biggest Mm -hmm. regional to date is going to be in Argentina. King is sitting next to trainer tips in this video. Like, (laughs) come on, like, come on, King, make it happen. So I messaged him. It worked. We got down there. And it was so cool because the regional was amazing. I think Marto Galde ended up winning that. Yeah, um, We didn't even know who Marto was back then. Yeah. And he became an absolute legend because of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was so cool because King was doing exactly what he's doing now. Like he he was working with everyone, getting everything set up. We were in a school, but it wasn't a traditional school. It was a multi-level school. So you had classrooms, like four classrooms on each floor and then a mm-hmm. set of stairs and then another four classrooms. So we had all these different pods of where everyone would battle. And then the stream set up in a classroom with computers King was coordinating everything, make sure we got the right cables, make sure we got the right this, coordinate this here. You guys got to go here. You guys need to do that. We need to buy this. We need. And he was uh, doing exactly what he's doing now. <laughs> to play amazing. Pokemon of just yeah. making sure the event runs well and everyone has a good time, mm-hmm. which like looking back just is so good. Um, and then I had fun shout casting it, obviously, with them. And yeah, it was amazing. Dude, I remember watching that live too. Um, I think Brandon Tom was in the chat as well. Was he even on Twitch? I feel like it was on like YouTube. Or it might have been on YouTube. It was on. Yeah, it was yeah, somewhere. It was, yeah, it was yeah. somewhere. It was because I I remember the format. I'm just thinking back on it too. The format looked really old school, but like this was only a few years ago too. But we we're all like pretty new to live stream, right? For Pokemon Go yes. at the time. Yeah. Um, I remember like it was like a Quagsire versus like a Gallade. And the Quagsire got like acid spray. Yeah, an acid like, spray. All of you all like freaked out. I was like, I was like, dude, I was like, I was freaking out on the couch too. But I was like, this is this feels like a real sport, right? Um, yeah. I was like coming off of just my regional too. But you know, again, like back then, none of these were broadcasted. You would just like literally, it would be so there were still regionals to to be specific grassroots. But they would send like the link to the tournament, like tournament bracket, and you'd just be like refreshing for like next three hours, right? Trying to see what's mm-hmm. going on because. There's no updates, right? You're just you're just looking at the actual progress of the bracket, but yeah. to see it unfold live, it was just it was super wild too. And, yeah, um, I remember and we all that to see. play. Yeah, like the biggest because it's mm-hmm. obviously so long ago, and there's so many things that have happened in between mm-hmm. then. But mm-hmm. the two things I remember from that was Marto winning, and then the acid spray Quagsire that yep. got the shield bait. And it was acid spray Stone Edge, Stone Edge, and it beat the yeah. delayed because it was debuffed right then, and even yep. though Stone Edge resisted, it was just yeah. <laughs> Oh my gosh, it was beautiful. It was yeah. it was so good. But that's that tournament when I experienced it, I knew that I'm like we got something here. Like mm-hmm. I even posted something like my whole goal is to help make this game an esport. 
And yeah. so many people supported that, but a lot of people also made fun of it. Like, oh, the tap tappy esport. I'm like, course. I'm telling you guys, like, if you get the right structure and you get the right people, the the battlers will come and it will be amazing. And that's exactly what we've seen over the past couple of years. So Yeah. Well, shortly after that, you also went to Chicago to commentate for the North America World Championships. Yeah. Uh, which yeah. is when we first met, actually. It was, um, yeah. That was, yeah. oh man, that was a lot of fun. That was a jam-packed bowling Dude. alley. Uh, it, it, for anyone listening, it was, casino, right? it was in yeah. a, yeah, it was a bowling alley slash um, restaurant. <laughs> and place. there was like a thousand stuff. people there. Mm-hmm. I kid you not. It was <laughs> jam-packed. every fire safety code. <laughs> yes. Jam-packed. We're shout casting in a, in a food booth table <laughs> with all these cables <laughs> running everywhere. We got um uh cochino mom in the background photo bombing uh-huh um, just I remember that. It, it was so like looking back there were so many people there that mm-hmm. you're like oh my gosh everyone was in one place at one time and we may not have known everyone at that time but it was it was so much fun and i think that tournament as well i i do apologize i don't remember the name of the person who won it but i think he ran a lantern yeah uh schmusif yeah. 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 A lot of people were smart about Lantern because uh, there were certain restricted picks like Probo Pass, Melmetal, and Bastion. I think were all restricted picks. You can only use like one of the two on your whole, t- like one out of just like you can only use two restricted picks. But not only that, there were a bunch of other restricted picks like a Zoom Roll and stuff like that. Yeah. So a lot of people were smart and they brought Lantern instead because people weren't really being. Yeah bring altaria because skarmy just beat altaria like head on back mm. then consistently yeah. and so uh yeah because they nerfed sky attacks and sent but um but so everyone brought lantern as their anti-flyers which was super smart i had a mm. steelix which did not work out for me so well <laughs> i didn't actually even bring it into a single game but uh yeah so they they had lantern that was like the first time we ever saw anyone use a vigoroth yeah because um, because medicham was restricted so a lot of people didn't have medicham but some yeah. a lot of people have Vigoroth, which was kind of wild. Yeah, yeah, it's it's pretty crazy. I, m- I remember uh, Schmusif and Felipe were battling uh, there in Chicago, and Felipe was actually from Florida, so like okay. everybody from Florida was like, "Come on, Felipe!" Yeah. Come on. Wait, was that the guy with a bunch of numbers? The XX? Oh, oh. yeah, like a bunch of O's. yeah, the XOs, yeah, 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 the XOs guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Felipe was super humble, very, very good. He actually came to one of the regionals in Tampa and just mm. dominated. He was really, really uh, an outstanding trainer. Uh, but I remember it, it, speaking to your point, Zionic, about the people that were there. Like you could just run down a list of all the names. I remember being on the outside of that, right? Like seeing you, uh, Trainer Tips, and King, like in the booth, and I was like, "Oh man, those those casters are really cool. They're over there by themselves. Like this is gonna be, you know, a really hype event." And and I actually went to King's like after party first, mm-hmm. but he wasn't there. <laughs> he was obviously like <laughs> casting the tournament. So yeah. Lyndon and I were like, "Screw that! We're gonna go to the actual tournament." And we actually left his after party and went over there um, to watch. But that's a yeah, pre-party. I, <laughs> yeah, it was a pre-party after party, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, I remember the finals outside in the rain uh, because they kicked us out. Oh my gosh! So yes. many connection issues, you know. Yeah. Dude. Oh my gosh, that was so funny. And someone's like filming it or live streaming it from like their over the shoulder. Over the wild. shoulder. Yeah. Oh my, mm-hmm. dude, that's how that's how this all started with Azrae over the shoulder at uh, Liverpool. <laughs> True. Dude, that's really? so funny. That's yeah, people were like holding umbrellas. People yeah. were like holding umbrellas over the players so they didn't get their screens wet because they yep. were trying to, you know, do their charge moves and stuff. Oh. Yeah. Dude, 
everyone bring your phones to Japan, man. You're gonna in the worlds. So you never know. You might have to uh, be over the shoulder of someone if there's some internet issues in the venue. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Uh, good times. Yeah, it was against um Ushmusiv and Peace Love Hugs, um, yeah. a Texan player. Yeah, mm-hmm. dude, I yeah. still remember. So at that worlds too, um, I lucky luckily enough was able to qualify in my pod. So it was like a it was like a sylph like like eight person tournament like three round tournament where the winner the undefeated person goes on to like the finals yeah. uh the top eight wherever and then in my pods uh two people that i still know to this day is bone chip and um that boy muck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> muck was the one that won our pod too which he was, was he was he was schmoovin even back in 2019 dude i always tell him to i'm like yo you didn't face me that day, so <laughs> that's why you went undefeated. No, he played great though. I, I almost went oh three. I got like barely got a one two off of that. Um, I was, was up like set? one game to zero in the first set, and then this guy brought like I think it was just Shadow Dragon here just tore through my team. He just kept bringing it. I didn't have an answer. It's for It's still doing that to this day, dude. Man. It still <laughs> is. It still is. Just before Shadows were around. Um, I even if uh, even if sh- no, yeah, I don't think Shadows were around at all. Actually, yeah, it's the just Shadows were Dragon definitely yeah, yeah, and and yeah. also back then too, when they did have the shadows, they weren't doing extra damage in PvP until later, I think. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I really want to give a lot of credit to Sylph, especially in the early days for giving PvP mm-hmm. structure, because like we were talking about before, in order to battle somebody, you had to be ultra friends, right, to battle them consistently. So I actually had a local uh, that we just wanted a friendship interaction each day. So we do one Great League battle, one Ultra League battle, and one Master League battle. And that <laughs> were you trying to? Do, were you work on the badge too? Uh, I think so. Yeah, I think yeah. the badge as well. Um, but it was like very, very limited and very constrictive. And, and PvP was just kind of implemented. But then a lot of trainers were like, "What do we do? Like, what mm-hmm. do we do with this?" Right. So I, I think the story is all there. You know, we we've seen Sylph kind of carry the grassroots and bring people together, and now play Pokemon. Thankfully, is here, and we're really excited for that. But what I wanted to ask you, Psionic, is is from a casting perspective, right? This is a brand new game. A lot of people don't really understand what it is. It's not quite a fighting game. It's not quite like a MOBA. It's somewhere in the middle, I guess. Um, As a caster, you're one of the first. How did you... I've been curious about this personally. How did you develop your approach to casting? I mean, obviously there's play-by-play, there's color commentary. Was there like a way that you thought about it, or did you just talk about what was on the screen and everything evolved from there? Yeah, I would say it, it started just talking about what's on the screen and trying to interject the knowledge that I had at the time about why that was good or why that was bad or what's happening. But I think ultimately I wanted, like, I get excitement watching these battles, even if I have to have it on mute. Yeah. Um, Cause it's the, it's too loud for the kids or, or whatever. I remember when King was doing his tournament in last season um, and he ended up winning. Um, yeah. winning it. Indianapolis. Yeah. Yeah. We were watching here, but we didn't have sound on because it was too, uh, my son was saying it was too much, too loud. So we just had the sound off. But I'm watching the battle. I'm so excited watching him play coming. He was down. And I'm like, I look to Lucy, my wife, and I'm like, he's coming back. Like, there ain't no way King's going down. He's going to come back. And he just kept winning. And I'm just watching. There's excitement when you watch it. When you when you love something and you see it happening when it's working, um, yeah. there's, excitement, there's excitement to be had. So my casting, I was trying to do play-by-play, but, like, channel my excitement when I watch the battle, especially when, like, 
I mean, I consider myself a pretty good battler, but you guys know there are top tier players out there. Mm-hmm. When you see them make those plays, it's like the stuff that you don't see coming. It's like, it's absolutely insane and so much fun. So I just channel that energy into the cast basically. Yeah, definitely. I, especially the the kind of place where like you see all the backline Pokemon and you're like, dude, there's no way. Like you see everything. <laughs> you see the energy counts. are like, there's no, like there's, like I don't see a win condition, right? And then they yeah. somehow come out with one. It's just like, you can't, you can't not be surprised, right? Because like, it's yeah. literally that surprising. Like the first, um, the first peekaboo we ever saw in a live stream. Oh, dude. Dortmund. Yes. Like, uh, I, I found that clip for one of my YouTube videos recently because I was making a peekaboo yeah. video and I was yeah. like, Funny enough, it's still the most watched clip of all time on Sylph's Twitch channel. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it is. It is insane. Like it is. It is now turned into a strategy. I mm-hmm. actually used that strategy this morning. Yeah, <laughs> I literally <laughs> did. Like my win condition uh-huh. is showing my Obama snow, mm-hmm. and then swapping because I was facing off against a Vigoroth with loaded energy. Yeah. My win con is showing the Obama snow because they'll go for body slam because they wouldn't go for bulldoze. It's resisted, right? Of course. Show the Obama snow. They had loaded energy swap to my Alolan Marowak after one counter and I caught the body slam and that oh. was my win condition. They top left after that. Like, <laughs> yes. <laughs> so it's a play like it's some something like that, something you never expect. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, boom, someone does it and the excitement's there and the excitement never leaves whenever it happens at tournaments because yeah it's just it's amazing because i think um um bird i'm, I'm sorry i'm gonna butcher the name bird uh bird power bird power bird power, bird power. Oh. yeah she did it um yep. she did a peekaboo play i think that you were casting caleb yep vancouver yep. it was on her diggersby she caught a shadow ball on it <laughs> yeah i was going nuts i was sitting here making thumbnails and i'm watching this i'm like oh she did it <laughs> it was beautiful yeah, yeah was that incredible. that clip of of you and King is just immortalized, right? You're both like jumping back. You're both wearing those white collar shirts, <laughs> yeah. and you're like, "Oh my god!" Like yeah. just staggering well, you, back. It's even funny because you reacted to it before King did. You're like, "Oh my gosh!" And he's like, well, "Like, like it took him like a brief second to see what's you know registering." Because back then the switch mechanics oh. are still like different. We were right? watching. We were watching on an iPad. <laughs> oh, <laughs> we didn't have Very a nice. computer monitor with big everything. We had a little, a little like kind of standard iPad that was mm-hmm. set up. That we were watching the the battles from, and he didn't. He must have just not caught it. Um, but yeah, it was it was nuts. And the thing is, that venue was was sold out. It was packed. Mm-hmm. We mm-hmm. sold. It was a huge. Um, I can't remember the name of the hotel, but it was a massive uh, like venue lobby mm-hmm. where you could fit like comfortably seated like three hundred wow. people, yeah. and that place was packed chair to chair. People standing in the back watching it on the on the projector and the front and the crowd went wild after that it was so cool dude i remember uh when that event was going on i was driving to my friend's like apartment warming or whatever and i remember just like i was just listening to a lot of it but i remember sitting in the car for like an extra like 20 minutes when i parked at his place to just like watch the rest of it so i was like dude i like i need to see how this ends right because it was yeah. a really it was really well run too i mean especially compared mm-hmm. to chicago right um, yeah, which is like the technology we've definitely learned a lot yeah. from that. Oh yeah, um, and yeah. that's just that's obviously that's what happened. Same with uh, with play Pokemon tournaments, right? Mm-hmm. We learned so much. I mean, thinking back to our first time casting UIC last year, Dude. compared to what you guys are doing now and what we did at EUIC this year, mm-hmm. I think it's um 
you can tell that everyone's got experience now like yeah yeah you know it's good i mean we were we were still pretty good back then on the first go but yeah i mean you didn't really drop a beat i think you didn't even miss a beat when yeah. you came back around too you know you, you, i like, i will say this that. i was a bit uncomfortable and i told you guys this when we were doing uh-huh. it hearing myself while we're on the stage <laughs> oh yeah on the last dude day, i yeah. couldn't my brain could not process that <laughs> i'm like it it was so rough i could it just mm-hmm. i couldn't yeah. do it it's, like, I think I think with production too, like I, I think it's been long enough. We can talk about this, right? Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. So uh, qu- I keep forgetting to mention this, but quick heads up to anyone listening: we are recording this on May 11th. When you hear this, it's going to be at least May 24th. So we're like, if 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 something big happened in Pokemon Go slash PvP slash the entire world in the past like 14 something days. We don't we don't know about it. So just a quick heads up, right? So if it seems like we're like, wait, you all didn't talk about the second boom burst update, right? We don't Bro, know, you didn't right? talk about Bastion getting mud shot? <laughs> right? Yeah, Why? yeah, I would have been hyped this whole time. <laughs> no, no, no. But but what's your point, Psionic? Uh, at the first EUIC, if you notice us in when we first started off, we were like I think myself and Butters were like turned a little bit to the side. It's because of our setup. There was actually a computer tower that we had to like sit mm-hmm. around a certain oh. way. And oh, it's just okay. like, and, and to your point about the, the echo at EUIC this year, there are always these things in production that you just don't expect, right? There yeah. are always these things that happen that are just day of that you don't know they're coming. And, one of the hardest things about being in, in broadcast is just rolling with it and pretending like nothing's wrong. Meanwhile, yeah. everything is on fire in the background, right? Yep. And I tried, I tried my best, and I think we worked really well as a team um, mm-hmm. to carry the conversation because no one watching knew. No. But like, we had to. For anyone listening, if you watched when we were having the lounge discussions in the four chairs, mm-hmm. I couldn't hear someone talking two chairs away. I just couldn't. Yeah. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. so Caleb would have to talk to Will. Will would have to talk to me. Oh, I would yeah. have to talk to Amanda. Amanda would talk back to me. I'd talk back to Will, and that's how we carried the conversation because. We couldn't know otherwise. And then whenever Caleb was like looking at the camera saying something, I'm just like waiting for the end of the uh, production because I don't know what you're saying, but I feel like we're almost done. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was oh. uh, it was an interesting time. So for anyone that's watching, like they seem a little out of sync or like maybe they interrupt each other and stuff like that. Like, yeah, that's just because we literally couldn't even hear yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. like what some of the people were saying, which was yeah. a little unfortunate. But, you know, hopefully, again, like, you know these productions are only getting better and better too so the yeah yeah that's what yeah that's what i was trying to get at is like you know they they've been getting better and yes you'll have some hiccups but it's like just like you mm-hmm. said speedy we just roll with the punches and like get the job yeah. done and have a good time yeah um because yeah. i really loved the casting booth like compared to last year when i did a uic oh yeah so much better for everyone are we allowed Dude. to talk about how it was set up or, uh, we, uh i think we talk roughly about it i mean i think the yeah. big thing is also like i remember last year when we we're in frankfurt the I, I was watching back the vod they would just cut to like 15 minute breaks like mm-hmm. we'll be back in 15 minutes it'll be like a 15 minute countdown i think yeah just like randomly right because they were trying to like switch casters or like go take a bathroom break or something and it was just like like these days like you don't just sit around watching a 15 minute countdown right you're like no there's like recap mm-hmm. videos or like other stuff like spotlight videos like things to keep you entertained which is and so much of that is is due to daniel right and our yeah. other producers mm-hmm. who have just yeah. been pushing the, the broadcast along again there was such a learning curve like we we're talking about with sylph right watching games on an ipad because you didn't have a full monitor there has mm-hmm. been a learning curve with play pokemon too and i just mm-hmm. think like to zionic's point earlier the growth we've seen over the past year 
has just been absolutely nuts. This is our first full season, and yeah. it feels like we're veterans, you know. At this yeah. Point. yeah, and that's yeah. that's what I'll that's what I'll say is like I know like I haven't been able to do cast because of just situations and whatnot, but seeing you guys develop and then being able to cast with you guys in person and seeing how much you guys have changed. Mm-hmm. To be fair, you're, like when we get in the booth. Like it is what it is. We were casting pretty much the same as we were before, you know. Yeah. But seeing how you guys handled the stage was like it was really cool because I can tell you guys have like been through the ringer and you guys got experience under your belt. It was it was really fun and an honor to uh to do that with you guys. No, for sure. I mean, it was great to work with you again too because I know a lot of people were like, "Yo, Zion didn't miss a beat. Like he's back on it, right?" And it's like because yeah. it was literally a full year since you've been on the official broadcast too um but you know not that you know it's it was it was amazing still and i remember too speaking of last year when like because it was me and speedy paired together and you you and butters when you and butters are casting like we literally couldn't even hear what you're saying backstage because there was no yeah. like audio and everything we're like i'm like literally just watching the gameplay but i don't even know what you all were saying right yeah it was like like i had to like it would have to be like if Speeds on admin duty, I would have to go out to the spectate area and to listen to it because I literally games, couldn't watch too. it. Yeah, I couldn't watch or listen oh, to commentary okay. any other ways. Yeah. Yeah. So, I what I did for you guys was um I put the stream on my phone. <laughs> okay, yeah. And then I had it, I just had the audio play and then I watched mm-hmm. the video. It would be a bit out of sync because of yeah. time delay, but I would watch um the video from mm-hmm. the, the admin point of gotcha. view. Like when um that play when uh, Tho with the defense form Deoxys survived with like one HP and it's like yeah. had he gone for the counter, I think he might have lived. It was like it was some yeah, crazy yeah. plays like that. Yeah, uh, yeah we come a long way. Come a long way. Um, speaking of you know a year ago too, for I'm sure some people uh, they're curious too. What's uh what's been life like for you the past years? I don't know. I know especially since like if they tune in the podcast, maybe you haven't tuned in some of your videos since then. Um, I think life has been about the same. I mean, my kids are getting older, which is, mm-hmm. which is really cool. Cause my son now is, they're all, they have a birthday basically at the same time, September and October. Oh, okay. Uh, so they're both about to turn three, four. They're now three, two, but That's the wild. different, the eight, the development of my kids, especially for parents, they know at home, um, when you have a basically a, a two-year-old and a one-year-old and they go to three two there's a bit of a leap mm-hmm. but my son's development from three now about to go on to four has been insane yeah, absolutely really? insane he just sits there having full conversations he plays <laughs> video games with me we play uh, we love our family game is uh lego games on the okay. switch mm-hmm. so we've been playing switch? Dude, lego games are always like really good oh yeah, yeah. they're Perfect. so good and we got the full um star wars collection so it's the uh (laughs) every single star wars movie and every yeah yeah, it's and he has a blast and he's a little genius he's solving these problems he's like i he hands it to me daddy i don't know how to solve it and i look at it i'm like yeah that's kind of tough like let me try to figure this out i can't figure it out and then he takes the controller from me and then turns and does something and then it works i'm like (laughs) oh man my parents talked about how i beat them in video games at a young age and now my son's doing it at three Dude. that's a project so that's right there. that's basically been the change you know we're still still living in the same place still making the same content but i think yeah. ultimately for me it's been watching my my kids grow up has been has been the big thing and so much fun 
Dude, that's so wild. Because when I first met you, you didn't even have kids. You were married um, back then, though. Like yeah, you didn't. Like yeah. I don't even think your wife was pregnant or anything. It was like nope. summer of 2019, and yeah, actually, she yeah. was. Uh, let's see. Let me get my dates right. Yeah, because it would have been June of 2019. She, so she, yeah. yes, no, she was pregnant then. Oh, she was okay. She was because oh, because you had your first child at the end of 2019. Yep, Atlas oh, okay, was okay. born on um october 1st the start of the new self season of 2019 uh, yeah wow, wow wow um but i'm i told when we did um the dortmund worlds mm-hmm. for self i told king there the news that um i was gonna have a son because yeah. king king and i were very very close mm-hmm. you know back back in the old days yeah. um and it was exciting and nerve-wracking and then like six months later covid hits you know, I got a baby, like every <laughs> Go Battle League comes out, yeah. like just yeah. chaos ensues. <laughs> and you became a full-time consecrated too. I remember you were like a carpenter before, right? Yeah, I did. Um, I did a bunch of carpentry work. I would do like home extensions and stuff like that. Mm. And then also events, uh, which we Excel talk Center. About. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Excel. Tell, tell, them, tell them what happened. <laughs> yeah, I'll tell them what happened. All right. So I worked, uh, so carpenters, you can do like shop stuff where you can um, build stands for events, kind of like the play Pokemon stuff, but this is more catered towards um, like retail sales. So if there's a big, I don't know, I don't even know some kind of big retail sale where they want vendors to come in and kind of see the product and whatnot. Um, So I built these stands and I worked at the XL. Like I was there at least once or twice a week for two years straight. Um, And so I know my way around the XL and uh, when we're leaving our first day of for, uh, for context, of Ho- that's where uh, EUIC was hosted as well. Yeah, the EUIC yeah. was hosted, which I said was super surreal this. to be mm-hmm. coming back here because I'd worked here. Like I mm-hmm. literally walked around for 14 hours working there mm-hmm. and then come back and do Pokemon stuff was so much fun. But uh, so we're heading out and uh, I was like determined that this is the way back to our hotel. This is where we need to go. And Caleb's like, oh, I don't think so. And I turned to him like, bro, I've worked here for two years. Like I know my way out. <laughs> Turns out it wasn't. Uh, <laughs> I got yeah. turned around. Uh, but thankfully, the way that we were going was the direction they wanted to go um, uh-huh. to meet up with everyone for a little bit. And I had to do the walk of shame all the way down the XL again <laughs> to go back to the hotel and get to sleep. <laughs> yeah. The I XL just was like, yeah. You, you exactly. go ahead, Caleb. No, I was gonna say it's like I just remember like Zanuck was playing it off like real chill, right? It, like we literally walked like maybe a total of extra like thirty to forty seconds. He's like, mm. guys, um, I was like, am I, it might be this way. I was like, I was like, what, what do you mean? Like you literally was saying it's here. He's like, it, like, like you, you just like casually like, yeah, you know, it might be this way. I was like, what do you mean? I like s- you literally said like you knew the direction. What do you mean we're turning around? He's like, he's like, okay, yeah, I was wrong. Okay, <laughs> like I. I <laughs> what i saw was uh there was a car stand at the end i don't remember i think it was like a formula one car or something like that some kind of cars Mm -hmm. race car there and i remember seeing that on my first day because i went and got starbucks and that was that car was at the starbucks entrance so when i when we finally cleared the crowd and the distance and got a little bit ways and i saw that car i knew in my head i'm like like I yeah. went the wrong way. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you played it off real well. And the whole time I was like, what, what do you mean? I was like, dude, yeah. you got to play it off smooth, man. You got to roll with it. 
So, so to make Zionic feel a little bit better, um, the the hall, the Excel hall is like this super long tube, essentially like a like a rectangle, right? Mm-hmm. It's got a, a north side and a south side, and um, we've been there a couple times, right? So we're a little bit more familiar. But there's a Kawa coffee on on either side, right? On on the east end and the west end. And I remember uh, one of the days I went out to go get coffee, and I just like turned my head to the right, and I was like, "There's the Kawa, I'm going." And I walked all the way down to this coffee shop. And by the time I got there, there was a line. I couldn't get my coffee in time. And I had to walk back. I felt like an idiot. And I felt like an even bigger idiot because when I got back to the entrance to the venue uh, where we were where we were working, I looked and the other Kawa was right there. I just <laughs> I turned my head to the right and I didn't see the Kawa on my left. Right. Yeah. Um, and it's like these these little minor things. Like if you go to Walmart and you look at the um, the, the different rows, they're marked right for, for parking in the parking lot. Um, and you don't really pay attention to that. And, but then if you look at, for example, in the, in the Excel, it has a north side and south side, and they're numbered. So if you would have said, okay, we're starting at north one, that's where we entered, then seeing you know the numbers go up, we'd say, okay, we're going the wrong direction. But it's yeah. like these little minor things that you just don't pay attention to until mm-hmm. you're like, crap, I'm on the wrong end. Yep. Yeah. I, I knew. I knew. He knew. <laughs> Caleb the whole time was like, I don't think it's this way. I yeah. Think- Literally, nope. everyone was like against me. Like, no, I think yeah, everyone like, was against Zionic, you. Right? Like, but like, what worked out is I, I got you guys. I got you guys <laughs> where you needed to go. I yeah, was the one that exactly. had to walk back. <laughs> you just played it off. You're like, yo, I yeah. wanted to walk you to the fox, and here we exactly. go. Exactly. Yeah. I think we definitely mentioned this at the bar too afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> You're telling everybody. Yeah. Yeah. No. Exactly. Um, this is like a weird transition because that's nothing to do with what we're talking about here. But we promise our listeners um some story i think it was uh oh it was when we had defy on yeah stephanie heard the story too and i must have shared it somewhere we talked about like embarrassing stories and stuff and stuff related to like vomiting and stuff so i said you know what on episode 100 i will mention the story but i think it only makes more sense if both of you also share a very embarrassing story slash a vomit story to compensate and let me preface it by this way and say not a single person I've ever met has had a more embarrassing like 24 hours than I have. So I'll share mine first to get us warmed up. Right. And then if you feel like, oh, I could top Caleb, then great. Or if not, then win-win because just... you have a less embarrassing story, right? Um, okay. But but let me let – me, I'll, I'll share mine and then, you know, maybe Speedy can go and then Zion can go too if – go around the room here. But it, it's, again, nothing related yeah. to Pokemon Go. But we, we mentioned this – I forgot how it came up, but we mentioned it somewhere. Um, but just strap in because I don't I – don't, I, know, I know Will knows the story. I don't think Zion knows. Yeah. Um, but this happened – this was going into fourth grade. I was, what, like nine years old? And I was like the new kid in school. It was in the fall. And uh, I was actually commuting to the bus stop where I was taking this going to school because I was like me and my mom were planning to move to Newtown, but like it just wasn't ready yet or our lease wasn't up. But so we were maybe like two weeks into the new school year, um, but we we're still like living 20, 30 minutes drive to the to the town before we moved. So my mom would drive me from our apartment in a different town over to the new town I was moving to to drop me off at the bus stop and then I'd ride the bus to go to school, right? Yeah. We did this for like a few weeks until we finally moved officially. Mm-hmm. And when I was a kid, I would get car sick a decent amount. But like it usually be like long road trips. For some reason this day I got car sick just for the 30 minute daily car ride, which doesn't usually happen. 
And I remember specifically, I had like Lucky Charms and milk, right, for breakfast. <laughs> and uh, this was in Connecticut too, right? I was like full time Connecticut, and I get on the bus, and um, yeah. So anyway, I, I was also in a new town, uh, where it was like very homogenous. I was like the only, like one of the few, like only like non-white kids in the whole school, right? And I was a new kid, and it was a small farm town, so everyone knew who I was, right? Everyone knew <laughs> yeah. I was a new kid, right? So. So I try to fit in somehow. And I go, I get on the bus. The moment I step on the bus, I just like throw up in the entire aisle, right? And, was, <laughs> and, and like, the, like from like from the start, not even at the back, right? I was just like, just lined up the whole like aisle, right? Yeah. And I felt awful, right? And then like, just like sick and stuff. And the bus driver's like, hey, like you're going to clean this up. Because then back in my mind, when I was a kid, I was like throwing up, like my parents would help clean it up or like whatever. Mm-hmm. I had to make sure I'm okay. But like, there's no one, no adults there besides the bus driver. They obviously had to drive the bus. So she's like, you have to clean this up. I was like, uh, I don't have anything. She gave, she had like two napkins. I don't know how no. I like cleaned up this stuff with two napkins. So I'm like cleaned up with two napkins. I did the best I could, right? And I just like sat in the back of the bus and just kept it myself, right? And then like opened up the window so it didn't smell like vomit. And I don't know what I – I couldn't wash my hands. I don't know. It was just like vomit oh, fingers, no. right? Oh, um, sorry for anyone that's like eating while listening to this. But yeah, I, I, feel, never... I feel like most people are just like either commute to work or something put like that. Put your food right? down. Yeah, put your food down. Yeah, put put down that Lucky Charms, right? <laughs> um, but uh, so I cleaned up. I don't know how I cleaned up this vomit with like two napkins. And then here's the thing. I was the first bus stop. So that pros and cons there. Pros is no one else really saw besides the other people at my bus stop. And they are just like – Dude, you good? And then, yeah. but no one else knew. And then, but the con is because of the first bus stop, we had to pick up every other student on the routes, and it yeah. was like an hour long bus ride every morning, right? So I had to sit on the bus for an hour in the back, like just like feeling like not great. Um, but it was out of my system at least. To go to school, um, I guess I washed my hand. I don't know. I was like feeling okay, and then we get to class, and we had like morning announcements and stuff, and. I don't know, uh, like, so we had, like, this is a really weird thing that the United States does, and both of you know, because you went to school here, yeah. but we do the Pledge of Allegiance, where you put your right hand on your heart, right, mm-hmm. and he's like, I pledge allegiance to the flag, like, it, it's actually, like, it sounds dystopian, because you're just, like, all the kids are just chanting the same thing in the morning, right, yeah. but we had the Pledge of Allegiance over the announcement, and then there would be, like, general announcement for the school, and then everyone would take a turn to read, like, the lunch menu and other small announcements, and mm-hmm. every day it was a different student. It was my first time that day, right? <laughs> so I was like, all right, I had to go in front of the class and read, like, this orange piece of paper that had, like, the lunch menu yeah. and everything. And so I knew it was my time. And I remember specifically, I was like, shoot, I, I should have done this when I was washing my hand, but I guess I didn't have to go. I don't know how to go to the bathroom. For some reason, when I was a kid, uh, it's been a while since I've thrown up, so I don't know if it's still the same as an adult. But for, it just makes no biological sense. But I would throw up, and then I would have to, like, pee for, like, the next, like, two minutes straight. <laughs> Like, really bad. Like, it's, like, it's weird. Like, I, it's, like, longest piece of my life, right? Yeah. And so, and then all of a sudden it hit me. I was like, oh, I have to pee. But I was like, man, I, like, literally were about to do the Pledge of Allegiance, and then I had to go up in front of class. I can't ask the teacher, right? Like, I was, like, too scared to even ask the teacher. I was like, they're like, what are you doing? You have to say in the morning, like, announcement stuff, right? Um, like, it's not even, like, someone else is reading the lunch menu. So I was like, all right, mm-hmm. I'll just hold it until then. Go up front of the whole classroom. It's me. And then my teacher's standing to my left, right? Because she stands there just to make sure you're, like, doing everything correctly. And I'm reading, and everyone's staring at me. I'm, like, halfway through the lunch menu. And I just turn to my teacher to, to my left. I'm, like, um, I have to go to the bathroom. And she's, like, like literally, I'm, like, middle of, like, all right, today we have cow zone with, like, cookies. And uh, 
I have to go to the bathroom, right? And everyone's, just, everyone's staring at me because they're like, what, what's going on, right? They're listening yeah. to the lunch menu. And, and, and the teacher's like, right now? And I was like, yeah, right now. And then, like, I, th- I think she said, yeah. And then, like, right when I said it, peed my whole pants. And, like, I was oh, wearing, like, long no. pants. It was, like, Connecticut. It was, like, fall time. It was, like, a little chilly. It was, like, some corduroys or something like that, like, tan pants. So you could see the coloration change. It wasn't, like, black pants, right? And it happened, and she's like, and then she's like, go, 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 go now, right? And so I like try to go to the bathroom, dude. Was, the bathroom was far from wherever my classroom was. <laughs> By the time I made to the bathroom, like it was done, like I had nothing else I had to do, yeah. right? Um, so I was in the bathroom for, like the next hour trying to dry off. I didn't know you could call like the nurse's office, whoever, and get your parents to get a change of clothes. I, I didn't know any of this uh... stuff, right? Because I've never done it, and I'm, I've never witnessed someone actually pee their pants in front of the whole class. I'm sure people have done it in the back or something, <laughs> but like I'd never actually seen it, right? Yeah. So I come back after like an hour and clearly my pants aren't dry. I don't know what the teacher said to everyone, but no one like made fun of me that day, right, for it. But here's the thing. She never told me I could call my mom or anything like that. So I literally went the whole day with like damp pee pants, right? Oh, no. They didn't even have like spare clothes at the nurse's office or anything? I I didn't even make it to the nurse's office. I didn't know that was a thing, right? So I went back, right? And my pants are like damp, and they're like thick pants, so like thick fabric, so they don't dry off very easily. And and I just go around the rest of the day, like smelling a little bit like pee with damp pee pants. I feel really bad for my friend Laura, who um, I still remember to just say I know her full name and everything. But uh, she, uh, so we go to music class. So we're in the same classroom the whole day, but then we go to music class, where it's a different classroom. Where we're like playing our recorders and stuff, and we sit down, and then like after like five minutes, we're like. Uh, our teacher's like, oh, wait, everyone scoot down one seat because, like, there's another spot in that for the other kid coming in late or something. <laughs> so I scoot over one seat, and I look back at the seat. And it's like, no! Kind of damp, right? You can see, like, the dampness on it. Oh, no. And I feel so bad because Laura, like, she's either a trooper or, like, didn't realize. Oh, no. She just, like, instantly sat into the seat I was sitting in for the past, like, five minutes, right? It's, like, oh. damp ready. Or she knew and she just didn't want to make a scene of it. I don't know. She was always, she's always been very nice, too. So maybe she just didn't want to. So I feel a little bit bad for Laura because she got some of the dampness on her too you should have taken the chair with you <laughs> no 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 they were like one of those they were one of those desks that was the chair and then the desk is connected to the chair oh, yeah, I know. Like, lifting, like it yeah. would make no sense right everyone be like dude i was right i already felt like i was sticking out the whole day right let alone yeah. be the new kid let alone be the only like one the non-white kids but also the kid that peed their pants in front of everyone right oh, um, there's yeah. someone else. There's actually someone in my classroom that's also she's my neighbor. Like it's, we we still know each other, family friend. But she's actually at the same bus stop, so she saw me vomit, and she's in the same classroom, so she saw the vomit happen and the pee happen the same day, right? Oh no! Like, yeah, she must be like, dude, what is going on with you today? But um, and then it all got a little bit better when recess hit after lunch. It was like one of our last mm-hmm. like things, right? We had one class period after recess. So it was like towards the end of the day. And at recess, there was this, like, playground and everything. And I was like, I am not hanging out with anyone from my cla- my classroom, right, at, at recess. Because, like, they all know, right? They're going to say something. Mm. I was hanging out with some other kids I was friends with, too, in other classes. And there was this, like, I remember this. there was this slide in the middle of the field, right? It wasn't even, like, a playground. It was just, like, literally just, like, this lone slide in the grass field. And it was it was made out of metal. And there were no clouds or trees above this area. So the sun would just be beating hot. down on this metal side. Be- beaming hot, right? And everyone's wearing, like, long pants and everything, too. So they go down this slide. It was really hot, but everyone liked it because because it was so hot and it was metal. There would be, like, no friction. You just, like, slide instantly mm-hmm. down, right? Mm-hmm. And so everyone's just, like, zooming down the slide, right? And usually any other day, I'd be zooming down with them. But because my pants were still damp, 
I go from the top and I'm going down. I just like stop at the top, right? Or like like three fourths <laughs> away or halfway through. I just like stop because all the friction, right? From the moisture. Yeah. And everyone's like, whoa, like how do you do that, right? How do you stop midway? That's impressive. I was like, yeah, I don't know. And I'm just like like pulling down the edges, like pulling myself <laughs> down, right? And let me just say, it feels bad, but my pants were dried after that, right? The, the steam, <laughs> it was like ironing your clothes. I was just like instantly dried, whoa. right? And yeah, I know how oh gross it is. God. Damp, wet pee pants sliding down some metal side, everyone's sliding down. But like by then, I was like, dude, I had a rough day. I need like at least dry pants for like an hour of the day at least. So my pants were luckily dry at then. Um, but yeah, that was a... Uh, that's the most embarrassing day of my life, and I, I feel like it's hard uh-huh. to top. And I, I forgot why we even yeah, brought this I mean, up. But uh, I mean, shoot, when you, when you lead in with that story, like Sonic <laughs> and I are like, oh man, it doesn't get no, because yeah. it's making me remember all of these crazy things that happened to me. I was surprised you went it. with like early. I was thinking like recent, like throw up, like in your like oh yeah adult, oh. younger like young alcohol days, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. But that was I, that too, man. Talk about a domino effect for you. <laughs> like, oh yeah. It, here's the craziest part. My mom doesn't even know about the full story. I told her I threw up on the bus. Yeah. And my friends keep telling me like, you gotta tell her that you peed your pants eventually. I was like, yeah. I like I'm honestly not even embarrassed about it anymore. I just like keep forgetting. Cause like, what am I gonna yeah. do? I I call my mom like at least once a week. And like, what am I gonna do? Random be like, hey, remember when I threw up? Like, I, was, <laughs> like, I, I it's yeah, never how, worked. How do in you the bring that up? Yeah, I need to find out some way. I'm about to see her in like two weeks as well in Hartford. Yeah. So maybe so I'll... I got one for you too, and it's no. I want to say third or fourth grade as well. Okay. Um, and what made what reminded <laughs> me of this is when you asked the teacher to go to the toilet, and uh-huh. she was like, "What? No, like you gotta go," mm-hmm. because that's what happened to me. I'm like, I gotta go to the toilet, and the uh, so I'll, I'll set this up. Um. Classes when when I was a kid, it was like you you were all in one class, right? So you had like twenty eight other kids with you, yep. but then you had different times during the day. All right, this is going to be mm-hmm. English, this is going to be mm-hmm. history, and this is going to be math. So it was the transition time of like we were having one class, and I asked to go to the bathroom, and the teacher said, "No, you can go once you get to your next, um, once you get to PT, which is physical fitness." Mm-hmm. We were transitioning out of the classroom, going to PT, and then I could ask the teacher of PT if I could go to the toilet. Mind you, I had to go desperately. <laughs> and so we're walking out. We're in a filed line, going out to PT, get all the way. And it's not just normal PT where we line up in front of the gym where there's bathrooms right there and everything. It was a special PT where they wanted to take us out onto the soccer fields. Mm-hmm. So we have to walk even further away. We get all the way out there. I raise my hand. I have to go to the toilet. And the teacher said, no, let me get through the instructions for everyone. And once we start the game, then you can go to the toilet. Now, I didn't need to pee. I needed to shit my pants. Okay? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. And I had been holding this in. I must have had a funny tummy or something because I was holding this in and it was like gurgling at me. You know, like you're on death's door right now. This needs to get out of your body. And I, the teacher oh, finally no. told everyone how we're going to be playing the game. And then they're like, you can go to the toilet. And I am mad sprinting across oh. the, we had a, it was a soccer field and then like four outdoor basketball courts. And <laughs> then it was the um, toilets yeah. and I'm sprinting across, but like you get to the point where you move your legs too much and then it's going to mm-hmm. come out. So you have to kind of walk slow, but walk <laughs> yeah, fast. You can't go too quick. Yeah. And walking. And it 
it dude it was it was coming out it came out all over <laughs> and i and i get in there get into the toilet it's the middle of the day so there's there's people kind of like everywhere but not like crazy there's no like teachers waiting by the toilet to make sure you know everyone's behaving you know whatnot yeah and uh so i get into there and i i look and it was all contained in my underwear <laughs> It was all contained. You weren't dropping Lincoln Logs on the way to the bathroom? No, it was not Lincoln Logs, bro. It was not. crumbs on the way. Oh, no. No. So I take my pants off right away, and then I look on the inside of my pants. I think I had jeans on, and there was no residue. There was no no poop stains. It was all contained in my whitey tighties. And I'm like, holy shit. So I, I wrap it up, and I take toilet paper, wrap the fuck out of it. Okay. I finish doing doing my business get myself all clean get my jeans back on with no underwear now right. and i throw the underwear away into the big trash bin in the in the bathroom yeah. right it was okay. a big like one of those industrial size black yeah, yeah. trash bin yeah uh, so i throw away the underwear that is wrapped in toilet paper in there i'm clean scathed right no one knows it happened no one knows it was me yeah i didn't get any any shit in my pants i am home free uh, i continue on with my day and towards the end about like three o'clock right before we leave an announcement came over the school that <laughs> someone <laughs> had thrown it away no kids if you have an accident reach out to an adult or a teacher nearby to let them know do not throw or discard any clothing into the garbage. And I'm like, oh shit! Like, how did they even know? They looked through it. Like, probably they... smelled it, right? Someone probably, someone like... who was taking out the trash probably smelled it and then had a look in there. And there's just whitey tidies caked in in Dude, diarrhea. through it. <laughs> so that that is my story. I but got away. All right? Huh? You never got exposed or caught. For I it, never right? got, never got caught. Never told a soul until this day. Not a single person on this planet <laughs> now knew that I was the culprit. Back in God, like ninety eight, ninety nine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. no one knows, but I got away, and I was Ooh, so. Wait, dude, wait, that's like that comes over when you when that happens, and then you check, and the jeans were perfect pristine clean dude you lucked out i did luck out but yeah that that's my uh that's my i didn't throw up but uh yeah that's almost that's like a good story you got away with it you know I got away it's, with like a, it, it's, yeah. like a, it's like um it's like i got a throw up story from the military if you want i didn't it wasn't me but it was someone right next to me yeah well, what will happen okay yeah. so there's um for it was at basic training and mm-hmm. for anyone that's been there um, especially, I don't know if it's changed to today. I'm sure it hasn't. I was in the, uh, the air force, but at basic training, um, when your flight, uh, your, your group that you're with, usually about 50 people or so, um, moves anywhere, they have to move with an instructor and there has to be people or student or, um, trainees in charge of certain tasks. Sure. So we got done with PT, we got all dressed, we headed off um to the chow hall and when everyone in our flight so the instructors go sit down at the instructor table and when everyone it was my job when everyone in our flight has gotten their food and sat down i have to report with my wingman to the instructor that flight 136 
is is all fed and sat down at the table um, ready to leave in five minutes so that they know, okay, they're going to be done. We only got five minutes to eat. But anyways, I had a new guy with me doing this. I had been used to it of reporting to the instructors and it's called the snake pit. So there's like six or seven instructors at all times who have their flights there. And these guys like basic military, especially back in the day was very like they are hard. And I know it's probably not as hard if there's anyone in the army or the Marines listen to this right now, the air force Mm -hmm. is probably not as hard as you guys, but still from a civilian transitioning into military life, it can be intimidating. And so you have to stand at attention. You have to say all the right words. You have to do all the right movements. You do not, you cross your T's dot your I's and I'm sitting there, sir, fly four, three, six reporting for duty, sir, blah, 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 blah. And my wingman to my left is so scared that he just goes, <laughs> just blasts, oh, no. throw up right in front of all the snake pit and the instructors. And they get up from no. the table and just start <gasps> just Dude. yelling into them. Yeah. Poor kid, man. But How do you oh hold a straight face when that's happening next to you? <laughs> Dude, I don't know. Right. So bad, right? I, I probably didn't. Smile. Yeah. I was just so concerned because they yelled at me to square him away. Like I had to turn uh, him around. And, you know, when you get to square any movement you do when you're in basic training, you have mm-hmm. to do right step, like correct steps, correct arm placement. You can't just walk mm-hmm. around like you're a civilian, right? It's military. <laughs> yeah. And so he's like, they're like, get him squared away. So I turn to get him squared away and he just tries walking and they start yelling, you're not supposed to walk like that. Blah, 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 blah. Poor kid. But yeah, it was just, it was so funny. Just, you know, two people, basic training, reporting to this group of intimidating instructors. And he just, just blast throw up. Was he sick or he just got nervous? It it was probably, um, fatigue from working out because uh, mm-hmm. everyone coming in is not used to we worked out every single morning 4 45 in the morning you are out at the track Ooh. doing push-ups sit-ups and you are running for 30 minutes straight like every single day non-stop to a t 4 45 a.m alarms alarms go off you get dressed mm. you're out onto the pt grid and you're going so a lot of kids coming into this were out of shape including myself mm, but yeah you get into shape like i must have <laughs> lost like 40 pounds in basic yeah. training i oh went from gosh. barely barely being able to do like maybe like 10 push-ups mm-hmm. to like i could do 70 in a minute mm-hmm. and like Ooh. running non-stop like it was a but this was early on so a lot of people were still trying to get used to it and we probably had a hard morning that morning where they gradually work you up they're like okay you can run for five minutes. They just had a timer. You had a track and it was a big timer and it was a, it was a clock, 30 minutes. Boom. And it just counts down. And then they yell walk and then they yell run and then they yell walk. And so you're getting, you're doing interval training to get used to it. Um, So it probably was one of those days where he was just really out of it and fatigued and didn't eat or didn't hydrate enough. And then just, Oh my goodness. All right. Speedy. Let's Dude, hear it. The stories that you guys lined up, there's no chance that I can top them, right? But the least I, I mean, can. It's do not is too late. You could always pee your pants on an <laughs> official broadcast. <laughs> Dude, I, I want I want everyone to to comment in the YouTube comments uh, which regional they think Caleb peed his pants at. It's, it's <laughs> been at least one. No, I'm just yeah, uh, just playing around. But um, yeah, I've got two stories. Um, same age group. I don't know what it is about being that age, but mine are also from back uh, when you know we were you know six, seven, eight years old. 
Um, I was nine. I was old. I was the nine. last person in my entire grade to pee their pants, to my knowledge. <laughs> saying, at least in school. I, I was, trust me, like, you know, misery loves company. I got no company <laughs> from that one. Uh, so, so the first one I'll tell is, is, uh, is a peace story. I remember um, I was hanging out with my, with my best friend at the time, Bobby, and uh, I was with him and his mom uh, and we were going to go rent a movie from from believe it or not movie gallery right and um we've been like you know playing all day we have been like running outside and just doing you know kids kids stuff and we went and got some food and we got like this i got like this huge soda and the first thing is that we were we were driving and uh, i took the lid off the soda just like you know drink from the cup directly and his mom was like bump and i didn't know you know i didn't respond in time and the bump hit and the soda went like up (laughs) all over my face right So my, my face was like sticky and I was like, oh, that's great. But like I tried to play it off. I didn't say anything. And uh, I, I'm not even sure if, if they noticed. But anyway, yeah. I end up drinking this entire like huge thing of soda and uh, we're driving around and we get to the movie gallery. And um, for whatever reason, uh, there wasn't a bathroom. I can't, I can't remember exactly like if I was just too shy as a kid and I didn't ask or like I looked around. I didn't see one. I didn't ask to use the employee bathroom. So we're like walking around, walking around and we're looking at movies and his mom is taking so long. She's taking like an hour to look at movies. We're like, okay, <laughs> we got to get out of here eventually. Right. I did not expect for this to take this long. And I'm, I'm walking around, walking around. I'm like, okay, I really need to go. I really need to go. And, um, <laughs> the soda just hits me all at once. And I remember him and his mom were looking at movies and I'm just like, I'm like tapping him on the shoulder. I'm like, Bobby, I gotta go. Bobby, I gotta go. And his mom turns. She's like, what are you talking about? And just, just <laughs> the whole front of my pants just gets so warm and it just like i couldn't even like you know some some guys can like stop midway i couldn't stop yeah, it just, it's Especially when you just let it go yeah you <laughs> don't have that control <laughs> yeah. and i just i just stood there in the middle of the movie gallery and it was like you could hear a, a pin drop right <laughs> like they were just staring at me just watching it just oh no just you know darken my pants right and i was like so so embarrassed like immediately we uh we left the movie gallery got in the car and they like drove me home and they were like all right you're just you're just gonna go home for today because that's that's just too much and of course i'm sure they were disappointed like you know what is this kid doing uh peeing on his head in the middle of the movie gallery like in a public place i could have at least gone like outside or something and like gone behind the building or i don't know you, you say that but you could have been standing in front of a whole classroom with people staring at you <laughs> that's true that's true um yeah so yeah, again, I can't tell you guys' stories, but at least I can give you two. Uh, the second one, I was even younger than than this than the, the movie gallery story. Um, I need we an went older out... one. I need one where you beat your pants like yesterday, you know, to make up for this. <laughs> I mean, it was it was last week. <laughs> okay. Um. So uh. So I was even younger. We went out on a field trip to like a local park, and uh, the... <laughs> this one definitely has more of like Zionic stories vibes. We go to the local park and we're like playing around. There's like a whole bunch of um like you know play areas where you can like there's like a net you can climb on there's there you know swings and all kinds of stuff and um i'm like you know what i think i got a fart and uh, <laughs> and I, I fart and i'm like huh that fart was like a little wet a little a little more wet than i expected right oh, man but i was like you know what screw it i'm just gonna keep playing so <laughs> so i just i just keep running around and i'm having like a you know fun time with all the other all the other kids all my classmates and um eventually i'm like oh man like i'm kind of uncomfortable like that fart really did a number like i'm kind of itchy 
right? So like when people aren't looking, I'm like, you know, reaching back to like scratch my butt or I'm like oh. walking over and like like yeah. rubbing my butt on something. And, um, <laughs> oh, <you> a bear? <laughs> basically, <laughs> a good basically a bear. Basically a bear in the woods, right? Um, but we run around for like another hour or two. And by the end of it, guys, I'm so uncomfortable. I'm like sitting down in some gravel. And like when people aren't looking, I'm like, you know, like twisting or like rocking myself. I'm like, oh man, I really just do not feel good. Turns out it was a little bit more than a fart, right? Obviously. And um, I had made a mess <laughs> of myself and I had like rubbed it so much that it had become kind of raw. Oh no. <laughs> and, and I remember after oh, the field trip, no. I got, I went home and I was like telling my, my parents about it. I remember <laughs> my mom literally had to like put me over her lap and like put ointment on me because it oh, was so bad because no, I had no. really like rubbed myself raw. But anyway, yeah. Yeah, dude, I don't know what it was, man, but but kids are kids are gross. It's it's what's interesting is it's the age where you still feel like you need permission in order to do something and you sure. have to ask mm-hmm. when you don't you know what I mean? Like it's that weird age yeah. where it's like you have self control over your body, but there's an adult conducting your time and you go into the mm-hmm. bathroom this is disruptive to their time so yeah. they're like you can wait a couple minutes but ultimately we're like <laughs> yeah exactly exactly dude i never understood that to teachers that would like try to tell kids hold it or like wait i'm like, yeah, like you're talking to the population of people that are most likely to pee their pants and this is the people you tell them <laughs> to wait like why is yeah. it like what is so important from fourth grade that you cannot miss a few minutes of? Just trust me. Yeah, I won't remember anything I learned in fourth grade, but I do remember peeing my pants. Right? Well, like, yeah. I mean, to be fair, I yeah. didn't actually ask the teacher, but I think she would have said yeah. no. Right? I just like, yeah. For my story, I thought it was so so annoying. Where I'm like, I need to go to the bathroom, and the teacher's like, "You guys are going out to PT. You can mm-hmm. go to the bathroom then." Yeah. Get out mm-hmm. to PT, and sure, if if it was a normal PT day, right? We're in the gym. Yeah. And there's a bathroom right there and I can just go, I need to go. And they're like, okay, go ahead. But this time we had to walk all the way out to the fields. Mm-hmm. And then I had to, yeah. Just, I wonder if I your mean, teachers knew. Cause it, I was like, there's probably a good chance it's you that did that. You dude, know, there was, this was a in, school, right? this was a school that had like all grades in it. So like kindergarten to 12th grade, like to high oh, school. Wow. Oh wow! It was a big. They it made was that a, announcement in front of everyone. So you had like yeah. high schoolers in the same bathroom as like. Well, no, kids? no, 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 no. So okay. it was segmented. Okay. Yeah. So there was the homes. elementary side and then the middle school, high school side. Okay. Okay. Mm. But the elementary side, you know how many people go into that? Like how many kids go into that toilet? It could have been anyone. Yeah. And it, you know what I thought was like they're gonna go around and inspect every single person to see who's missing their <laughs> underwear. <laughs> <laughs> that was in my head. I'm like when they yeah. made that announcement, I'm like, I have to go to the to the car to the um not to the, the parking lot, but it was uh, the parent pickup zone. Yeah. And I'm gonna have to go there and they're gonna inspect every single child that's leaving to see who's missing <laughs> the their underwear. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. Like I'm gonna get caught and then it never <laughs> happened. Dude, that's like in the movies where you're like trying to cross yeah. like an inspection check and you're you're the yeah. one that yeah I'm like I can't yeah, pass this. <laughs> maybe maybe if you had a principal trunch bowl, maybe that would happen then. Yeah. You know? but, but I, I, I man, it's so weird. It's like so vivid the sense of relief that I had that <laughs> I did not shit my pants. I only it was contained in the underwear, dude. I was like on cloud nine. I'm like, oh, about to get away with this. Yeah. <laughs> Well, thank you for sharing that story too. The first ever anyone's heard it. Does your your yeah, wife doesn't even yeah. know about the story? Nope, she doesn't. No one oh. knows. 
So no, and it's probably not a great whoever's first listening date story. now knows it. Dude, actually, not gonna lie, I've been on a first date once where I shared the story. Yeah. Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah. And she. Are you, are you still together? Well, <laughs> well, not that, but <laughs> but she did respond with a story of um how she pooped her pants. Um, but she was in her like mid twenties, <laughs> so oh, no. so it was a little better, I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah. To be fair, so, I was a little bit inebriated, so that's why I didn't even remember telling her that story uh, okay. until later. She's like, "Yeah, you told me this one before." I was like, "Oh, I was like, Whoops. why are we still on a, <laughs> another date if this is like how I opened my, our first date?" But <laughs> exactly, right? It's fine. You know, I've come to own it. I've come to own it. Anyway, for anyone listening, I don't know how we do. We we gone from the bowel cats to the the bowel cats, right? The <laughs> <laughs> bowel cats. Love it. Love but it. Bad joke for you all. But yeah, if anyone has a more embarrassing story than that. Let me know, because I've yet to meet someone with a more embarrassing day, and I need I need to tell my mother about this one. You can fit a lot in the YouTube comments. <laughs> you it's could, true. you really could. <laughs> tell those tell those stories, and then uh, Caleb and Will yeah. will uh, will share it, and we'll kind of look back and laugh at it. Yo, Squirrel Trapper, I know you've had a more embarrassing life. <laughs> so, yeah, so I don't know if you know this, Aaron, but we have a hater on our podcast these days, and okay. they progr- they consistently leave comments right every other yeah. episode. And their name is Squirrel Trapper, mm-hmm. um, and and not like belligerent hate comments, like full yeah. on like well typed out like paragraphs and novels about like oh, okay, why you know why Pokemon Go should not be an esport and why we're clowns and everything like that. Yeah, but they listen to like every podcast, like they're like an hour in and they'll still be like commentating stuff, like you know, um, but yeah. Anyway, and and funny story too for EUIC, um, just to catch you up to speed, we had at least. Two separate people come up to us saying they're Squirrel Trapper, right? Like, yo, yeah, that was hilarious. That's <laughs> a joke, which is which is funny. So that's, that'll be no, that'll good. be our future merch idea. Is I'm Squirrel yeah. Trapper, but um. Anyway, I see so, why you asked me. Am I comfortable with talking about anything you ask me about? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Before we went live, I was like, is there anything like you don't want me to like? I'm know, glad you went first about. because I don't know if I would have remembered that story. I would have probably said hey. something from because when you said throw up, I would think back to college and yeah. tell a story mm-hmm. from then. But to hearing you go through the, the dominoes that mm-hmm. the, the hurdles that you went through, I'm like, okay, I gotta, I gotta tell mine. It's not throw up, but it's like, it's a great sequence. that's similar to yours. That's why I like to go first to make people feel more comfortable. They're like, like, man, I had it bad, but not that bad. You know, we got yeah. speedy over there, modern day Picasso in his pants. Right. But, uh, <laughs> but still not too bad. Um, anyway, Transitioning back to Go as well. So we usually um we have a T segment these days. Okay, so for our T segment this week, um I want to so we always bring in our guests to as to have a discussion here. I'm actually gonna go back to uh one of your tweets from uh about a week ago. Well, actually oh, five God. days ago. No, no, it's something wild, right? It's on Twitter, out. right? Yeah, yeah. You didn't put anything like you weren't like Gaunt- yeah, well, yeah, I had uh Niantic week. Let's just say that. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's why it's, it's some good tea, right? So your tweet says, I called it years ago. A game that doesn't let you customize your character's hair would eventually have corporate issues of not caring about their player base. Y'all laughed at me, but it represents the fundamental issues for the current state of game. And just to clarify, this is just a symbolic notion. If they didn't care about the little things back then, it would grow and evolve to what we have now. Not saying we must have a hair update. Please fix GBL first. Yep, but anyway, I just want to ask you kind of <clears throat> what what your heads at these days or you know back then. And again, as a reminder, everyone, we're filming this on May 11th. A lot could happen between then. You know, the last yep. time I said this actually when we had butters on, and I said 
you know, if the game goes to crap in the next like week or so, we don't know. <laughs> and that was right before the remote raid stuff happened. So, yeah. so I'm, I'm nervous to say that this time because who knows what I'm foreshadowing yeah. here. But, um, but yeah, what are your thoughts these days? So, I mean, it's pretty clear that they don't spend enough time or give enough time or care to give enough time to whoever works on go battle league right and i'm talking you have to look at niantic you can't think of niantic as every single person as a person who is the developer right Mm -hmm. it's a big company so there's people who make decisions who may not even know what a pokemon is right Mm -hmm. so if you look back at the updates of go battle league you will see a pattern of them getting time the developers to do stuff and then them not based on what happens. So remember when we had like Dragonite get superpower and yep. all of the, it was like 50, I think it was over a hundred Pokemon affected by move updates. Mm-hmm. It was insane. We were like, Oh my yeah. gosh, this is what we needed. And then you got nine months of nothing. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. so what I meant by that tweet was when the game, when you have a video game, any video game that you play, you'll have customized, especially a video game where you have an avatar as your like your main thing, and it's not necessarily a skin, maybe not like Fortnite, but it's literally like your character, and you can customize it with clothes and whatnot. Hair is like a most basic customization. Yes, mm-hmm. we have colors, but like hairstyles, especially since the main Pokemon game has it, the main Pokemon game, they don't have a lot, but you get at least choose from like, I think like nine options or something like that. Yeah, yeah. at least. There's decent amount in Scarlet and Violet these days too. Yeah, so you like you get options to customize yourself on how you want to look. Um, the fact that they didn't think that was important when they first developed the game tells me that from i'm sure there was developers there going like who's building the avatar stuff going Mm -hmm. we need different hairstyles like it's Mm -hmm. not much work like give me like three weeks to get it all created and coded in i'm I'm paraphrasing i don't i don't know what actually happened this is just a what i think might have happened and they go that's not a top priority this other things are top priorities right it's not it's not a big deal Mm -hmm. no they won't worry about hair right you fast forward to now and the smaller thing. So go battle league is a small feature. If you look at the grand scale of people playing the game, PVP Mm -hmm. is a smaller feature. So they, it doesn't also bring them in specifically like revenue to an extent, Mm -hmm. like how many premium passes you guys do. I may do premium passes at the end of a season on a three times stardust week because i'm the highest rank possible with three times multiplier but that's the only time i'll do it and i'll only do it for stardust and i only do it if i need stardust Mm. and i only do it if i have a winning team so there's like a Mm. lot of things that i would have to do to spend money on go Mm. battle league now that also doesn't account into what we use with incubators and raids and all that because we're like hardcore players Mm. um but the fact that a haircut wasn't important to give a, a player customization means that other things down the line that aren't important will just get put on the back burner and forgotten about and left. So mm-hmm. that's that's what I'm getting at because now we're seeing it on a bigger scale where 
you know, Go Battle League has invisible Pokemon for a month straight. Like, you know? So you're saying it's like a symptom of an underlying cause, right? Yes, it's a symptom of their leadership not recognizing that the small things are important. Yeah. And I, I, I made a tweet yesterday and I specifically, I worded it a specific way uh, because I wanted to like address the same point that you're making. Right. Um, I, I showed off some of the bugs in PVP, right. The invisible Pokemon, the switch being broken, the charge buttons glowing, the, the lag spikes that you could hit with. And I said, the last sentence I wrote was please allocate resources towards fixing PVP because yeah. that's the issue. Right. Yeah. I don't think it's, it's a lack of, ability i think it's a lack of focus a lack of attention or lack of resources yeah because if you see if you like you were talking about my first video that i ever did of the Mm -hmm. boulder cup if you look at how pvp was then to what it is now it is night and day of how much work has gone Mm -hmm. in to create what we have yes but the consistent issue is every three every three months it's a flip of the coin if resources were given to do anything or if we just have three months of the, you know another three months of the same meta and this is now twice that it's happened where we have mm-hmm. had two segments of nine month bursts of a wall rain nittle queen meta and a knocked out lantern meta and it is unbelievably boring and everyone knows it because everyone's like leaving the game. I can see my YouTube views across the board, not just my channel, but everyone else's channel mm-hmm. continuously drop. I mean, and it, it, it doesn't take much, right? You give, you have a, you give yourself a dedicated team of like, you guys are go battle league. You guys always work on go battle league run with it. I don't know if they do that. I don't know if they want to do that or they, you know, but it's it's very clear that they give resources when they feel it's important, and then we suffer when it's not. Mm-hmm. So it's just like when the blog post goes out, and there's like so many errors in like the logos, the wording, the language. Oh like, my gosh, it's yeah. it's embarrassing. It's like obviously this is a multi-billion dollar company these people are on salary i think that they're being pulled in a ton of different directions i think that they're being worked really really hard and even the people that really love pvp that want this to succeed they don't have enough time or energy to to actually go into it and fix it and i think that is the problem too right because yeah i mean honestly it's just straight up embarrassing to to release a blog post with errors like that yep and (laughs) The thing is, so I'm in the creator Discord, or not not a Discord, but I'm in the creator chat with Niantic and other creators like Trainer Tips and Mystic7 and, and all of them. And because we are in there, we get um, some early access to updates. That's why you see when like uh, a blog post comes out about something, Trainer Tips has a video that comes out the exact same time. It's not mm-hmm. like he just made the video and got it up in seven seconds. Like, so when I see these things, I'm like, guys, there's issues. But the thing is, they may all be asleep or something, and it just goes live, and it's just like, I just see the train wreck coming. I'm like, yeah. oh my gosh. And it's even worse when I see it, and I know that there's no updates, and I have to make a video that ever it's like i know what christmas has before and before christmas happens and it's like it's all coal this year it's all coal and i'm like Dude. oh my gosh 
I, I think about the community members, right? Like yourself, Zionic, like like Caleb, right? Who provides all of his coaching and his Patreon. I think about the community members who make content from the game. And I, I just, I feel really bad for all of us, right? Because we're trying to make content. We're trying to grow this game. We really invest in a lot of our energy, our efforts. When, when, the, when the game is at a low point, I definitely feel it mentally, right? Yeah. And I feel it's really hard for us to continue to pour all of ourselves into, the, into these projects when, you know, Niantic is just wishy-washy about how much time they actually want to commit as well. Like... You're trying to make videos. Caleb's like living off his Patreon, right? Like we need this game to work and it's just yep. unfair when people just don't put the effort. Yeah. And some, something maybe people don't know is this is my full-time thing. So this, the money from YouTube pays for my family. It goes directly into the food and the, that my kids eat, the house that we live in. And it's not much. It's not like I'm a four, you know, I'm not like, I don't know, some huge million <laughs> Mr. subscriber <Beast>. getting... <laughs> 50 million views 100 million views a month like it's an honest living and it's oh man dude i'm one bad update away from readdressing what i do for content creation yeah one more bad update away out of curiosity if you were to do different types of content what would it be i assume it'd probably still be in the gaming space right but yeah so i've been looking at um well there's two games i actually already made a second youtube channel that i put some content on it's not perry um, dot right oh, well, <laughs> <I'm no. just> <laughs> uh, I, put some, I put some content on it and actually people from this community recognized me mm-hmm. they're like i know that voice because i don't show my face in it oh they recognize okay. my voice got you um it's a game called destiny 2 uh-huh. oh very nice yeah i think i've but heard of destiny I, it's it's yeah. a it's a um what do you call it? first person shooter game right yeah, it's like yeah. it's like a mix of Halo and World of Warcraft. Oh, interesting. Yeah, yeah. so you like it's a first person shooter, but you mm-hmm. have special abilities, mm-hmm. and then you have gear and guns, and all these guns mm-hmm. have different abilities that they do and perks that they do, and there's raids and boss fights and dungeons and PvP. Wow, it's literally like the perfect fusion. Mm-hmm. So I I last fall I made a couple videos to see what would happen and naturally it did really well like of seven videos nice. i got like one hundred and fifty thousand views in seven videos oh, whoa so really good out of nowhere you like even out of nowhere fresh channel anywhere? wow yeah you can look it up it's um eclipse Dude. yeah i mean a, maybe you should channel called yeah plug it if you want to. maybe uh, you should e-c-l-i-p-z-e it's got a potato e wait what e-c e-c-l-i-p-z-e p-z-e Dude, I think I think you should keep uploading on there. Oh, just it is. Because. Wait, what in the world? It is a straight potato. What? Where does this come from? Uh, it's an emoji <laughs> that I got. Um, oh, but yeah, that's great. That's great. So I did it as a test to yeah. see if I was to go into another video game, mm-hmm. if I could, this was a brand new fresh channel. It's brand spanking new, zero subscribers. I didn't yeah. tell anyone I did it. I just made seven videos. Right. Dude. Um, it's honestly fun. amazing. Yeah. I think, I think honestly, Zionic, regardless, I think you should continue to upload there. Maybe like once a week or something, whatever you can yeah. That's what that's what my wife is having me do. So we're at the crossroads right now of um, what game I want to do. I did Destiny mm-hmm. as a as a test because mm-hmm. <clears throat> I don't. I love the game, 
but it's um for anyone who's listening who plays destiny it's like it's a hamster wheel man <laughs> oh yeah it is you know, it is a hamster wheel and a half mm. um and i honestly might go back i love this so much yeah um, and my wife said she she literally told me because we we're having this conversation well last night we've had this conversation a lot now because you have to talk about it guys like everyone listening like you got to understand this is how my family eats mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so when you go from go battle league let's say i want to say 2020 yeah um, oh dude everyone was popping like my videos were getting like within 24 hours eighty thousand views right yep like mm-hmm. 48 hours hundred thousand views to now it's like 48 hours is like twenty five thousand views and you have more and subscribers these days too compared to then yeah mm-hmm. but i look at my subscriber it's just it's not it's not in a healthy place mm-hmm. and it's not i don't think it's from my content creation no sure i can no. mix i can mix some stuff up and get better but i it's from the game mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. they're not investing like I honestly think at Niantic headquarters, aside from the people who really care about it, so shout out to any of the devs listening who like love it or, you know, want to help us. There's people who run the run the company who may not feel like it needs anything, right? It works, mm-hmm. doesn't it? People, I can I can do a battle. Yep, the battle works. That's great. And it's like, well, when you actually play competitively, it's gets boring and it doesn't work actually. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's the uh the tough conversations being had. Other games would be um World of Warcraft or They're coming out with uh, a new expansion, right? Yep, Dragonflight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've been playing that with my friends as like a side thing and we've been loving it. It brought us back cuz I I played WoW when I was a teenager mm-hmm. and back in that day for anyone I keep saying for anyone listening because my YouTube comments is filled with people cuz I put World of Warcraft jokes in there all the time <laughs> oh, and nice. people comment on it left and right. <laughs> Because I say, um, whenever someone survives with thirty-three, about a third of their health, uh-huh. right from a from a charge move or whatever, I'm like, oh, about thirty-three point three three repeating, of course, health nice. remaining, something like that. Go. But it's like, <laughs> yeah, the new WoW expansion made feels like old World of Warcraft, which is what I fell in love with as a teenager with my friends that I'm playing with now. Like we've come back after like twelve years of never playing the game, yeah. and we're playing this expansion yeah, together. That's um, for mm-hmm. fun so those those are basically the two that i would try um to like do more in um and basically it's coming down to what happens come june 1st yeah mm-hmm. i mean for so. those listening too you all might you all might know more than we do because it's only a few yeah. days away from the update but who knows maybe the info comes out like a day before um all i gotta say is if there are updates which Fingers crossed. Hopefully, there are meaningful updates. That first weekend of regionals is going to be wild because they're like June first oh, happens, yeah. and then there's the Milwaukee regional on June second, and then Malmo, I think, right? Is it Malmo or is it something yes. else? Malmo or Torino, maybe? Oh, Malmo. Uh, no, Ma- Malmo and Hartford are the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it Torino? It's it's some. I think there's another it might tournament. Be Torino. I think there's some other tournament that same weekend as Milwaukee. Yeah, because Malmo's yeah. already happened by the time you all hear this. But um, yeah. dude, that could be wild if there's big updates. But again. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like it's just like I hate the like the canned response of like I'm not saying there this is even a response, but just like 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 maybe nice is thinking like 
well, you all had some updates three months ago, so like, you know, we don't need a big update now. I'm like, dude, it's three, it's like half a year, right? Like, it just, it's a long time with like minimal updates, right? Yeah. It's like, I get like you don't have to, but like, for the sake of the game and the freshness, it's like, it's not like the mechanics change every three months, right? Every other video game operates on a seasonal thing now, right? Or more, or more frequently than that, yeah. Yeah, Fortnite, yeah. Mm-hmm. League of Legends, World of Warcraft, mm-hmm. like Destiny, every single, every other big game out there, they operate on seasons. They mm-hmm. sell battle passes for yeah. that season. Mm-hmm. Each season comes with something new, comes with something fresh, something to engage you. Mm-hmm. If Call of Duty Warzone... I don't I don't know. I played it I played a bit back in the day, so they may actually have this problem. But if Call of Duty Warzone or if Fortnite had a season and then the next season it was the exact same as the previous one with no updates mm-hmm. and there was issues with the game where the opponents you're trying to shoot at are invisible Dude. and they're not hacking. <laughs> it's just a it's just a feature of the game that the opponent in Fortnite is invisible mm-hmm. because of the coding of the game. And they have not updated Fortnite in nine months. Do Dude, you think the it, Fortnite game would be doing well? No, no, it would wither. No. And the thing is, when you make the comparison to something big, it's like that sounds ridiculous. Of course, they should be fixing that, and of course, they should have updates to keep players engaged. And it's like, so why not do that with Go Battle League? We actually don't need as much, right? We really don't. These are just some yeah. some move move updates and stuff like that. Like you don't need yeah. mm-hmm. or not asking for some big mechanics. Like and mechanic changes would be nice, but this is the other thing too, is there's so many moves that are never used in Pokemon True. Go PvP that there is no excuse of we don't know what to update or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, feign attack's never used. How about we update that? Like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like there's 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 I like this go through the list. You can an... see the list if you go to PV poke. You can go to moves, <laughs> and then think about hmm, when's the last time you used acid? When's the last time you used astonished? Yeah. When's the last time you used cut? Or, mm-hmm. I mean, I would say ember, but that Canto Nine Tails takes that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, exactly. got Faint attacked. Like there's so many moves that are good, and there's so many moves that are bad, and there's clear definitions of categories you got your mud shots you got your charms you got your shadow claws you got your you know your lock on like Mm -hmm. you could easily categorize um zen headbutt and look to go make it like a charm now i'm not saying that's the ideal thing because i think uh chancy has zen headbutt (laughs) so i don't want to make that happen (laughs) but you know what i mean like you can look Mm -hmm. at a move you could categorize what what pokemon have that move and think about how that play style could work and then you update that. And that's just fast moves. Like, charge moves. Oh my gosh. It just yeah. saddens me that there's so much that could be done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there's so much depth, too. Not even just adding new moves, but like re- rethinking new things. Like, for example, I-, I had an idea a while back to look at Charizard, right? And something like Fire Blast is not used. What if you had variable energy cost for charge moves? Your first Fire Blast costs like the whole, I think it's like 80 energy. It's a lot of energy. But your second Fire Blast is only like 40. Imagine that. And the yeah. game would like variably change throughout the game. Mm-hmm. There's so many things you could do with Go. Yeah. And I feel like it's so untapped and just... Yeah basically yeah and and again i don't want to knock on the developers because when they do get the the resources to do it Mm -hmm. it's clear that they do some like really cool stuff like 
the introduction of all of the buffs and debuffs and then throwing that across a ton of moves like Mm -hmm. cross poison having that 12.5 percent chance to give you plus two attack or you know drain punch or earth power energy Mm -hmm. ball feather dance like all these things add something unique to the game and then the updated moves like the wing attack update i thought was great but i felt like it needed to have about like cool like knocked out lantern let's hit it for three months but the next mm-hmm. month like bring something else up make probo like is there a coverage move probo pass could have like does it have I access wonder. to drill run i don't know all these mm-hmm. pokemon have access to like 50 different moves from the main mm-hmm. series so like take a look at that look how you can introduce it and it's just time spent and again it's like we just get put on the back burner mm-hmm. yeah Sorry, I'm just in a full rant. Oh no, it's fine. No, it's this okay. Is, I opened the door with the with the tea sack, but you know, so yeah. you've, been, you've been you've been serving everyone some tea, which I, I appreciate. Um, yeah, we're gonna have to wait and see. I mean, and again, hopefully, you all listening in real time or like in in present day have more info than we do in the past, right? Maybe there's a big update coming. I hope so. Because I remember when they dropped these updates, I, I remember they weren't even at the beginning of the season. They'd be like mid-season updates. And everyone would be like going live and talking about them and like building all the stuff. And like, oh my God. Dude, I, I feel like it's been so long. I mean, the last time we had one was when we had like the updates like six months ago, I guess, right? Yeah. Um, not even. It was like nine months right. ago, really. It was it was really like the, the Walrein Nidal Queen nerf time right because yeah. they had a small update with the wing attack but it wasn't as big i mean still made a lot of meta implications but it was not as big um yeah. <laughs> just like that should just be a thing every three months please niantic we always say this as i guess like a joke but like kind of seriously too is that there's got to be someone from niantic that listens to every episode of the podcast right maybe some like small time so we always tell them, like please if you're listening just try to pass us along to a higher up right here's our mm-hmm. feedback yeah. I mean, it should be. I mean, I don't know. I, I get it, right? Like, is, this is your job and stuff. But, like, you should always, like, have a tap onto the content creators. Not every content creator, obviously. But Dude, mm-hmm. the thing that, that worries me the most is they know. <laughs> yeah, that's actually – yeah, I guess that, that is true. The, the, the thing is they know and they don't care. They right? know. Or, they, or they're not doing anything. I right. have sat down to dinner with John Hankey. Mm-hmm. He knows. He shook yeah. my hand and understands that PvP is important. Mm-hmm. I it was in Germany at GoFest in 2022. Yeah, I was at a dinner a with all the creators, with Trainer Tips, Mystic mm-hmm. Seven. We're all sitting there having wine, having drinks. John Hankey sits down, wants to hear everyone's feedback. Everyone's talking about their their things that they think are important. Everyone mm-hmm. kind of goes around the table, and after he gets up, I stop him and I talk to him about PvP. I tell mm-hmm. him, like, have you seen EUIC? Like, play Pokemon is a thing. Like, you guys need to invest. And he understood. He heard me. He he thinks it's it's amazing. Shook my hand. And then I'm like, bro, you you own this company. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I need you to meet him again a year later and be like, hey, like, you remember what I said a year ago, right? Well, what happened, right? Yeah. If you look at if you look at the world's viewership, right? The not not to knock the other titles, we had Unite, VG, and TCG there. Pokemon Go had forty thousand people mm-hmm. watching that stream. That's like high level esport viewership, right? I mean, forty concurrents, can, right? There were more forty concurrents, the yeah. Unique viewers, yeah, more, yeah, yeah, exactly. So I mean, I don't know, yeah, yeah. Well, I hate to like end on this note. 
It's no, that's fine. Note, well, but... we won't end on okay. this note. I got Let's... a question for you too. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, go ahead. What were you gonna say, Zach? I was gonna say, why don't we spin it? It might be your question, but I was say to spin it on a more positive note. Uh-huh. What could be fun for the new season? Uh, well, I also don't want to disappoint people <laughs> if we say something super fun. Right, right? Yeah. yeah. What I was gonna ask you two is, dude, I'll see this on stream sometimes during the official broadcast. But there's like, yo, when is um, when is Speed is Cheap going to compete one day, or when is Zionic going to compete one day? Right? You know, you all do PP <laughs> stuff all day long. You commentate as well, so you did definitely been to the tournaments. So my question for you all, for the people at home, probably asking as well. So I'm gonna ask for them. When are you two going to compete? I got a good excuse. Sonic has a stronger excuse than I do. He's got a he's got I, a family. I started yeah. falling. I started falling off the wagon once I had two children. <laughs> Dude, I don't know, man. So so I don't know if you know about this, Sonic, but every season, me and Speedy Sheep will have a race to legend bet. Yeah, and let me just say, it's uh, it's not been going in Speedy's favor, but. You two might be a neck and neck on this one, so I think uh, if, if Speedy can compete, I think you can too. You know, I think you're both. Oh, on the I know, screen. I know. If you both I fall off I the could. wagon, you're walking together behind the wagon. <laughs> I know I could compete if I, um, you know, if I I took the time to sure. to build my team, like go back into my soap days of my team building, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. really, really talk about it. I was talking to Dancing Rob, because um, mm. he was going to be at EUIC this year, and he was really excited because we got to meet because I didn't get to congratulate him in person Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. at Worlds because I had to catch the train home. If you guys didn't know, when you guys were shoutcasting Worlds, I was there in person. Yep, I remember seeing you. Um, but there was train delays, so my train mm-hmm. that evening got canceled. So I had oh. to get on the, the first train out because I wouldn't have been able to get home otherwise, mm-hmm. other, you know, other paying like $300 for a taxi, Oof. which I don't, don't really want to do. Yeah. So I had to leave early, and I was watching the finals on the train. Oh, so okay. I didn't get to congratulate Dancing yeah. Rob, mm-hmm. who I had been rooting for since EUIC. Mm-hmm. Um, so he was really excited. But I, anyways, I was telling him, I'm like, I feel like there's a big opportunity for Tentacruel in the meta that people like kind of overlook because it's a safe swap, especially in Go Battle League. If teams' only good counter to a Tentacruel is going to be that Lantern, Mm-hmm. or if there's a Galarian Stunfisk, or if there's a Trevenant, you got options to come into that. If you go Acid Spray, you could actually completely flip it. So if you pair Tentacruel mm-hmm. with something like a Bastiodon, where you need hard switch, and then you have something like Mantine, mm-hmm. where you draw out that Lantern, I feel like it it could run a bit. It's got some. It's got many legs to run on. Um, <laughs> yeah, I thought it's something unique because I need if I was to bring something spicy, right? I wouldn't just mm-hmm. bring the um the typical top six, you right. know, mm-hmm. but yeah, I'd have to sit down and, and build it out, but then it's like the second I'm done doing YouTube stuff, I get smacked back into reality of being a father of two toddlers. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's big. Yeah, it's a lot of work. Well, Zionic, you said speedy. you said more casting at more EU regionals, hopefully mm-hmm. this upcoming season, maybe more attendance too. Maybe you can go out and compete. Yeah. Um I don't know. I, Caleb's asking me the same question, right? I, I don't have the same responsibilities as, as Ionic does, but um, we're all traveling a lot, right? Somehow Caleb has time to do YouTube, to do Patreon, Dude. to be a sweaty tryhard every single day in GBL. He's yeah. got time for all of it. I don't yeah, know. I, I, I was already ready to compete at Hartford by the time you hear this, right? That's true. Who knows how that went? Maybe I bombed and went 0-2. Maybe I won it all, you know, you never know. <laughs> yeah. Wait, you're doing Hartford? You're battling in Hartford? Yeah, yeah, in a week and a half. 
So what? I'll be there. Yeah, dude. So just I was for fun. So I was gonna just... go. So I was gonna go there either way because I grew up in Connecticut and mm-hmm. uh, my mom's still there. So I was gonna visit my mom. And I was thinking like, all right, if I'm invited to commentate, I'll just commentate and you know visit her. But because I, I I'm not commentating at that one, I was like, let's just go. And dude, 168 man, biggest NA tournament to date. So really, yeah. Yeah, 168 over I the 128. I am surprised cap. by that. There's a bunch of your parts actually going right? that one. Yeah, go EU. Yeah. We're rocking it. Yeah, and <laughs> gonna be there too. So okay, yeah, it's true. We'll see. Plus, there's prize money, right? So hey, wait, actually, you, get... you know what? Because people don't know. I mean, by by the time that oh, this yeah, airs, team. yeah, they already Whoa. know, right? So so okay. either I ran with the team or I chickened out and did something more meta. But my team is yeah, it is different. It's spicy. It's, it's different. Spicy. There's, there's Bastion no, on there's everyone. No Bastion, <laughs> there's no Bastion at the moment. I actually took Bastion off. I already proved myself, right, with Bassi. Oh, of course. Yeah, you got to- defense from Deoxys. Oh, you don't have Bastion on. Dude, I don't have Metacham. Do you see that chestnut? I see oh it. Oh, my God. Yo, that's Toxapex, a good one. DD as well. No flyer either. No okay. flyer. No knockout. No Trevenant. No Lantern. I mean, he does, dude. You don't necessarily need a flyer when you got the Toxapex Sableye DD. Dude, I feel like Sa- I feel like Sableye and Trevenant just destroy you though. Um, I feel like Shadow Dragonair is gonna uh, run you over. <laughs> no, I don't know. I mean, it might actually. I don't know. Like I said, yeah, yeah it's, it's it just a made him chicken team. out. <laughs> it's a weird team. I might have chickened out, right? So if you're seeing, if, yeah. so if you're on the YouTube version, you saw my team, and I ran something way different at Hartford. Mm-hmm. Then, you know, I check it out. Well, or I if like, I go O two a heart for it, you know why, right? I like the chestnut play. I will say that. I think yeah, it. Uh, it's it's got a. It's I got the move set to really so do well. The typing hinders it pretty hard. Yes. In some setups, it's good into save wide though. Yeah. Has to go exactly. And yeah. the, you even if they bait you with return, you outpace to the frenzy plants. Yeah, like you got right. You got those swamperts on lock, right? You do yeah. well against Galarian well, Stunfisk, unbelievably yeah. well against yeah, Galarian Stunfisk. Well. Yeah, everything? You just have to want you just have and then you got neutral damage back at Noctowl, Sableye, yeah. Alolan Ninetales. Altaria and Dragonair are definitely problems though. Uh, yeah. 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 Of course. Altaria is a problem. I got Registeel <laughs> and Toxapex. <laughs> That's about uh-huh. it. Uh-huh. <laughs> Maybe some Umbreon if you don't take a Moonblast. Yeah. yeah, or Sableye, same thing, right? DD, eh. I'm not running Rockside. I have Thunderbolt. I like, I oh, you're not? Okay. Yeah, I need it for the Registeel. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, I lose a Registeel with Rockside, Psycho Boost. Ah, uh, okay. fair. Yeah, dude, it's so okay. uncomfortable. You know, I could just run a Medi and throw Ice Punches, but you know, I'm playing the hard route <laughs> here. I'm playing a, yeah. So we'll have to see. I Originally, I had a Shadow Charizard instead of the DD, and I was just like, I was so weak to Powder Snow, Little Nine Tails. Mm-hmm. It just like beats like yeah. four out of my six. Mm-hmm. So I'm yeah. stuck bringing a Toxpex or Registeel every game. But I don't know. We'll have to see. Hey, I mean, I already qualified, but you know me. I, I still want to do well. So um, I might honestly be yeah. screaming more for this than I did for San Diego. Because <laughs> San Diego, I barely yeah. screamed. I did barely prep for this one. I'm like, eh. I'm, trying to, I'm trying to win. I, I think it comes down to your retention, though. Your ability to recall things like matchups is actually mm-hmm. pretty solid. So you don't need to scream as much as some people. So, yeah. Yeah, you say that, but I definitely like after San Diego, 
I realized that that Sabai versus Noctowl matchup, you just throw foul plays. Going for return is like kind of a throw because <laughs> you get less damage out of it. You oh yeah, numbers, right. I've learned. I've I would learned always that as well. Just yeah. playing and go battley. Yep. Yeah. I'm like, you just go foul play because the second they shield that return, like that's way too much energy. You're being so far yeah. But even if they and... don't shield it, they just over farm and then throw the sky attack before you get to the re- next foul play, and you end up getting yeah. only one return of damage instead of two foul plays or three yeah. even. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was my misplay, but, but yeah, you know, we'll see, we'll see. I mean, everyone listening to this will know how I did, or you know, so they'll know. But that's that's why. Okay, why not Bastion? You just everyone's gonna expect it. No, it's not even that. It's just that when I was team building, <laughs> I really have a talk specs of it. Like it's just like it's just so it it and I end up being so weak. Like I just end up being too weak to other stuff, right? Like okay. I just couldn't find a way to fit it on my team. I tried. Yeah. Oh, tr- trust me, I tried Bastion, right? But um, yeah. I think it's also kind of hard to run in this current meta. Like, Lantern, like, mm-hmm. even Trevenant can beat it, right? There's Galarian Stumpfist, Registeel, Medjim everywhere. That's where you run it with Flash Cannon, man. <laughs> oh, man. I'd love <laughs> to see that. that take, like, 10 smack Oh, that'd be the other thing. I'd run weird movesets. So my Trevenant would have foul play. Oh, okay. Okay. For some new I remember we talked about that yeah. down at the... When in the hotel lobby. Yeah, but it was yeah, like... Yeah. I always thought, like, people just run Shadow Ball Seed Bomb. Mm-hmm. But foul plays less energy than shadow ball, and you yep. get this like basically the same coverage, and you yeah, get really neutral damage matchup, I think, to Noctowl. Yeah, yeah, it might yeah some matchups might be different, yeah. but it's that surprise factor, especially in best of threes. Like if you can mm-hmm. get a foul play to land, you know, a, yeah. in a Trevenant mirror, right, and all of a sudden boom, you just take it, and then you just roll that into another win, and then you're mm-hmm. good. Like eat, that happens over and over and over. And then yes. that that matchup uh, against Noctowl, if they uh, try to farm you down after the mid game, you can at least chunk more health. Like mm-hmm. foul play yeah, damage. True. Like if you got one or two, mm-hmm. that, uh, that's up. Yeah. All mm-hmm. right. Well, you know, only one way to see a Zionic is if you compete. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's true. Yeah. yeah um, see the Z Man come out of retirement here. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. Out of the two of you, who's the first one to compete? People should drop their predictions down below in the comments on YouTube. But I don't know. It's it's anyone's race really at this rate too. So we it's shall true. we shall see. We'll see. Yeah. We we're both we're both chillax and having fun shout casting <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> it is stressful though competing gangs. i remember when i was competing i was like dude, i'm like i've been this nervous in a hot second right yeah <laughs> but, it's a rush it is it is uh i'll actually be competing at fresno too so i'll be i'll be going to at least three different tournaments you guys got more jeez yeah we got a couple Wait. more we have hartford mm. by the time you hear this hartford's over but hartford milwaukee Fresno, Fresno. Those three. Yeah. Okay. Fresno is like only a couple hours away from me because I'm in California. So I was like, eh. yeah. It's so, a dude, in comparison, Fresno has like almost like no one signed up. Obviously, there's more time left. 168 at Hartford, 45 at Fresno. Yeah. Fresno being the last one of the regular season. I, I expect yeah. that to spike towards, you know, the coming weeks, but yeah, hopefully, dude. like, hopefully. fingers crossed. Hopefully. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway. Uh, what a great time it's been, honestly. Uh, do you have any final thoughts, Sion? And if not, where can people find you if they don't already follow you? Which I feel like is final absurd. thoughts is I uh I had fun talking about the uh, fourth grade poops and peas. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, they waited a hundred episodes uh, for that story, but it's well that was a good it. a good uh funny bonding moment there. So, um, and then you guys you guys can find me on Twitter and YouTube, Zionic. Yeah. Definitely. And, you know, hopefully future broadcasts as well, too, because 
Yeah. yeah. We gotta see some booms on stream. It'll be gotta good. see some booms. Please. Um, well, anyway, thank you for joining in on our very special episode 100. It's great to have you back as well for this episode. Um, yeah, appreciate great to it. talk to you as always. And uh, stay tuned, everyone, for some maybe changes come to the podcast in the future you know maybe some maybe some stuff's gonna happen maybe things i don't know we'll we'll, we'll see we'll see if it happens we'll if see. it doesn't happen don't don't quote me on this later but we i have some <laughs> ideas uh but anyway until then uh have a good one and hopefully june 1st we have some good updates and if not sorry in advance <laughs> but here we go. you can find me on destiny <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah yeah right go look him up go look up the potato <laughs> uh, all right have a good one peace out peace Bye. Thank you.